Well, hello, everyone. We are live here on the internet, ready to experience some corporate horror tonight, uh, as I was telling my wonderful agents before, and chat, actually, before uh, we went live. I am out. I'm out for to hurt feelings tonight. So um, uh, everyone just needs to be ready for that. Right I am ready to cry. Good. Yeah, so I love it. Cry out of every eye. <laughs> You can cry out of every eyeball. Um, yeah. Gonna be a mess. Honestly, if you actually cry and your eyes start melting, that's horrific. <laughs> I'm not ready for that. <laughs> um, so welcome everyone, and thank you for joining us tonight at Blackwater D and D for our Triangle Agency mini series, The Right Angle. Uh, I am your general manager this evening. We're very excited to bring you this fantastic indie TTRPG. Uh, I'm going to get through some very quick announcements before we dive in and we have more fun. Uh, but if you haven't gone and backed Triangle Agency on Kickstarter yet, what? What are you even doing? What are you doing with your whole okay. fucking life? What are you Bloody doing? Out of time. Op open another tab. <laughs> and do that right now. Um, the Kickstarter by Triangle. That's the one. And the Kickstarter closes tomorrow. And we're very close to Ultimate Triscendence at $333,333. And I will lose my mind and maybe be nicer to these players if we hit that this evening during chat. So that is motivation for all of you to go. Oh, my God. Do this please, need to be nice to us, please. This is the weirdest form of blackmail. <laughs> you do need to go do it. Um... So if you don't know what this is and this is your first time watching, um, Triangle Agency is a narratively focused game of paranormal investigation, corporate horror, and sci-fi fantasy created by Caleb Zane Hewitt and Sean Ireland. All of the, uh, some of the background stuff is created uh, by Triangle Agency um, and uh, their the stuff that you will see like at the, uh, in the, in the wait sequence and at the break uh, comes from the Triangle Agency Kickstarter itself. Um, Caleb was very gracious enough to let me use a lot of their free-released images, so thank you, thank you so much for that. We're super, super proud to be part of this Kickstarter. Um, and also, go join the Triangle Agency Discord, like or the Haunted Table Discord, right now. It is amazing. I have been having a really great time bouncing some ideas off of the wonderful folks in that Discord and talking to them about this episode tonight, so it's been really great. Um... And uh, I know this is the final episode of our series this evening, part three of three, but I am very excited to say that we are going to be back in September with arc two of our Triangle Agency series, uh, featuring some familiar faces, some new faces, and an all-new mission. So I am very, very excited to announce that Triangle Agency is going to become a regular part of our Blackwater streaming lineup. Uh, yeah. I'm going to try and put out a new series like every three months, because that seems reasonable. Um, it always read episode arcs. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm very, very excited. Please type exclamation point triangle in the chat to go follow the links to go join the discord, support this amazing game. Uh, I'm obsessed with it and you should be too. Okay. So <laughs> I am going to acknowledge tonight that we are streaming from the traditional ancestral and unceded territories of the Coast Salish, Squamish, Stolo and Musqueam peoples. And while our story takes place in Eternian city tonight, it is an honor to live, work and play on these lands. A huge thank you to Faye for running our tech this evening. Thank you. And a very big thank you to our campaign artist, Kelsey. You can find her at Rogue Uzu on Twitter. So thank you very much for bringing these wonderful characters to life. Um, and our, if you like what you see here, give us a follow and uh, come watch our main campaign Mondays at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time for a very awesome uh, high fantasy 
a game that we play live in studio with Tim as our DM, uh, which is pretty amazing and wonderful. Okay, so these are my wonderful field agents this evening. So we're going to go around the table, and uh, my wonderful field agents, you're going to tell us who, what your character name is and who you are playing tonight, starting with Cody. Hi. Uh, my name is uh, Cody. Why did I say up? Uh, I should probably <laughs> know that. Um, uh, tonight I'm playing Agent uh, Indigo Briar, uh, my arc. I am a Whisper Romantic Hotline. Ah, we love this. And next in the order, Anne. Hello, I'm No Man. I'm going to be playing Sokotoa, known to her new best friends as Soso. Um, and uh, Soso is a uh, dream newborn, know-nothing baby intern. Wonderful. And Faye, go ahead. Hello. Hi. I uh, am Faye. Uh, I am playing uh, Heather Olivier Thompson. And my arc is, oh, hold on. I know this. Uh, my anomaly is catalog. My reality is overbooked. <laughs> what a mood. And <laughs> my uh, competency is yeah. uh, PR. So amazing. Excited yeah. to try and put out the fires that uh, this team inevitably will create tonight. <laughs> many fires, many, many fires. Uh, Tim. Hey, I'm Tim. Uh, I use he, him pronouns. My character is Dunn Kruger, and oh boy, his anomaly is manifold. Uh, reality is struggling, and his competency is grave digger. Fantastic. And last, but certainly not least, returning from their own virus anomaly last week is Pond. Hello, I'm Pond. My pronouns are they, them. Tonight, I am playing generic nickname. Uh, any pronouns, and my uh, anomaly is drain, my reality is creature, and my competency is barista. I don't have my coffee carafe tonight, unfortunately. So, but you are wearing a very beautiful I, apron. I got this enough. An apron. I'm committed to the bit. Um, and I mean, canonically, you are carrying a uh, sweet little pouch of ambrosia in your pocket. I so. do. Yes, just in case. Um, amazing. Uh, so welcome back to my fantastic agents and welcome back to everyone watching us tonight. I know Caleb is out there. Caleb, thank you so much for being here. Some of the wonderful folks from the Haunted Table Discord are here as well as folks from No Man's Community and some of our very own Blackboarder folks. So thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my, the void where my heart used to be. Um, so thank you uh, for coming in tonight. As yeah. a caveat, <laughs> yes, exactly. You after this episode. Um, as a caveat, this game involves corporate horror uh, and horror more generally. So please take care of yourself if you need to. Uh, our cast employs a lot of safety tools um, uh, at the table that we use consistently. And there's never anything wrong with stepping away from the stream if you need to. Um, you will also notice in this game that I don't play all of the NPCs. Some of our players will be doing that, which is also really, really exciting. Uh, I have one final announcement before we clock in. Um, is that there is, uh, I believe, four days left to vote for the Crit Awards. And what are the Crit Awards, you might ask? They are a, a new a TTRPG uh, awards that have come up. Uh, the finale is going, the, the announcements are going to be at Gen Con, which I will be at Gen Con. So if you're going to Gen Con, please come say hi to me. That's going to be great. Um, but our very own Tim is nominated for Best D&D DM, which is huge and amazing. So please, uh, you can do exclamation point crit in the chat 
uh, and that will take you right to the uh, the the link to go vote. And there's amazing other creators in there, so please, please, please go vote for all of the folks that uh, whose content you enjoy. And that's it. Are you are you folks ready? Are you ready, Megan? I don't know, but I just know. You know, I have control over this now, and if I never press the button, <laughs> mm, that's a good point. Dunn is never ready for anything. <laughs> Um, also, I have just heard, I'm just reading in the chat here uh, that the wonderful folks from Haunted Table will be at Gen Con, uh, so that means uh, that we are going to hug in, let's be friends in real life. Um, I mean, okay. In the no. space. In the real space. <laughs> right. uh, so grab your D4s and anything triangular around you, and let's clock in for the final episode of The Right Angle. Hit it, Faye! Oh. <laughs> So what? Oh, I was My dear, dear agents, welcome to the first job of the rest of your life. I miss it already. I know. Last we saw our agents, they were on the hunt for a C-suite agency executive gone rogue. Given very little to go on, they navigated an imprisoning anomaly in the form of elevator music and then dropped off the anomaly at the vault. They met Tony Galuto head of R&D, who gave them insight into some of the missing anomalies that have been plaguing the agency, and information about the one anomaly that was left outstanding, an anomaly called Nobody, who was taken and uh, stolen away from retrieval by former agency executive Albrecht Dunst. They used Tony's whiteboard to manifest a meeting with Al Albrecht and becoming friends with him, uh, and then set about investigating Ashley Mainwaring's office. They found evidence that she had been looking into the anomaly's disappearance, and as the main head assistant of Garrett Parker Roy, the 
CSO executive gone missing. Ashley had been blamed for the agency's inability to retrieve their quarry. Head of reception Geneva Beecham filled them in a little bit more about the missing anomaly and her ties to it and sent them towards the scheduling office, where they found Ashley under the control of an alluring anomaly who had brought Misty, uh, Heather's wife, Uncle Jay, Don's uncle, and Jonathan, Indigo's paramour, to the office to assist her in fixing the schedule. Tensions rose as Ashley threatened the connections of our agents, with Dunn almost going for his ripple gun, but Soso managed to use one of her abilities to take on the guise of Garrett Parker Roy and complimented Ashley on her job well done, releasing her from the anomaly's clutches. Once Ashley came to her uh, senses, she promptly quit, leaving our agents never low with three, uh, the connections in the room, with three loose ends remaining in the scheduling office. And as you stand there, normal briefcase in hand, Dunn remembered that despite the fact that he had left Harlan, his colleague downstairs in charge, it was time to switch your switches. I will also remind you, my dear agents, that you have one captured anomaly with you. Returning this anomaly to the deposit office as you did last time will essentially allow you to regain what's the equivalent of a long rest. You will regain all spent abilities and uh, all of your lost quality assurances. And additionally, I am obligated to remind you of the access to your life insurance policy. Uh, As agents, you have access to three emergency assurances as the first part of the benefits of your policy. When you take damage, it is called harm. For each point of harm, you can spend one emergency assurance to ignore the damage. Once you have zero emergency assurances, you're dead. That's it. Um, A death as well activates the second benefit of your policy. You can take nine demerits. To be retrieved from the uh, to be revived in the agency's break room, with all of your memories intact. Uh, but however, in the event that resurrecting an agent is not cost effective to the agency, your loved ones will be provided with a small stipend and an NDA. Does that uh, make sense for everyone? Good. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So, as we freeze in, <laughs> this is my favorite. I love this so deeply. Um, as we freeze here in this moment in time. Nickname. You have finally come back to your senses, having been out of it and really reeling for this last leg of the mission. And you had tapped into your ability to know Soso and Indigo's deepest desires from the very first episode. So, Soso, if Nickname was able to tap into your deepest desire, what would they find? Soso's deepest darkest desire is that she wants a friend um, who relates to her the way that humans tend to relate to each other. That's very sweet. (laughs) Very, very sweet. I love that very much. She was born yesterday. I'm sure she'll get lots of hedonism soon, but right now it's like that and some more boba. Yeah. So, so pure and wholesome. I love yes. that. Um, and Indigo, if you were to finally let someone so close to you, what would they find? What are your deepest desires? Indigo's deepest desire is to, one, be loved. I think unconditionally in the way that they love others and feel worthy of that love. Oh my God! Why is everyone 
so sad in our game. So wholesome. I love it. I have I have the tendency right now is like when people post yeah, if you're mean to me this is a picture of who you're hurting and <laughs> in any case um, as we freeze here in this moment in time nickname you now carry that information you carry it deep within you and you feel it spark the hunger you have that drive you have you feel that desire and I will allow you one free burnout release because of that. Okay. All right, my dears, there are a couple things on the docket. You have three loose ends standing in front of you. Uh, and as a rule, they will change over to three chaos apiece if you leave them undone. Uh, you have an anomaly with you that you could send back to the vault and see if Tony could help you in any way. Uh, you now need some leads on where Garrett Parker Roy is and done your switches need switching. What would you like to do? Oh, look, your friends are here. Yeah, I would like to run over to my wife. Amazing. And Misty is going to be played by... Is me, Anne. Okay. Is she... So what's her state? How is she so, As of right now, Misty is pretty blank, remembers nothing, uh, but has now shown up here uh, at Heather's work, which she has never been allowed to come to work before and you do not know how you got here so misty is like in her chair um has been like had this like draining thing and she kind of like shakes the hair out of her face she goes uh babe what what's happening oh hello my love um and i am going to i I think like as i walk over there um I am going to, uh, or I guess, like, I don't know. I want to do this, like, sort of mid-conversation um, of saying, I want to use my what's over there ability. And I want to... For, for the folks at home, can you read what that is and what it does? Yes. Um, so I describe an object that has always been there, and I roll attentiveness. Um, so on a success, the object can be anything that fits unobtrusively in the room. And I would like to... Uh, basically walk up to Misty and say what's that that you have in your hand um and I want to put like like a little sack lunch um some kind of like I don't know like maybe like stopped by uh you know something bread company uh a a copyright free (laughs) bread company um and uh and like decided to um, by work is sort of the idea that I'm going for that like essentially Misty decided to bring um Heather lunch. Oh. Amazing. So uh, I um, I guess I think you, for- you forgot your lunch again. I uh you sorry, I just feel really weird. Um I guess I brought you your lunch. I but it's a roll attentive dance. Yes. Um so Immediately goes for girl boss gaslight. <laughs> well, here's the thing: I have to be really, really careful about this because I cannot lie to you. Um, so I, <laughs> I she receives demerits every time she lies. I do indeed. Um, so that is two threes, and uh, I have let's see, I have a single thing in attentiveness. I think I'm gonna use it because 
M is like, <laughs> I have so much chaos and it's stressing me out. So, so you're going to spend three to make it a stable success so I don't get any chaos from that. Correct. I, That's yeah. really rude of you, but I'll allow you to do that. <laughs> so yeah, so I am going to, I'm going to spend, um, I'm going to spend uh, one of my, one of my uh, attentiveness boyos to, <laughs> to make that into a three. So it is a stable success. Um, and then for each additional object above one, I can add another object. Um, mm. So I'm going to say like in one hand, there's like a lunch. In another hand, there's like a small little chocolate bar. <laughs> and um, just like just like little treats, essentially. Um, and then Heather's just going to be like, oh, babe, like that's so sweet. Thank you so much. You just kind of walk up and like hold hold her hands um yeah of like of course you need to eat you keep doing this i know you're working on allergy i it's not good for you i know i know know you hey um who are all these people oh um they're they're some of the people who work uh in other departments um yeah i think that one's made of goo oh um I don't really know what's going on uh, with that. So maybe it's a maybe it's like a skin condition or something. I would so what I'm so sorry. Oh my god. Yeah, I you know I sorry. I don't really know how they feel about it, but probably not the best right. idea though. Um, hey, well, uh, since you're here, why don't I um, walk you out and we can sort of catch up? You can tell me about your day, and we can snack on this a little bit. Um, yeah, that one is like flickering and has way too many eyes. That um actually uh our office uh sometimes has holograms. Um oh oh my god that's so cool. You never told me that. Yeah, where you know let's can you give me a little tour? I'm really not supposed to. Um, uh, but I can I can point some things out while we uh while we head on out. Okay. Okay. Amazing. So you take. Uh, Misty, uh, now officially that loose end tied up, uh, you face Misty, uh, out the front door, uh, and I will allow you essentially to walk, uh, her out and then rejoin the folks as you go, uh, for Indigo, Indigo and, uh, Dunn, you also have loose ends there. What would you like to do? Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah in the, mm-hmm. uh, Uncle Jay? Uh, Uncle Jay, are you wearing, uh, yeah. did you, did you put on... Daryl's uh, um, VR set again. I think you're. Uh, I think you're in the VR. VR. You're not. not yes, yeah, I'm, I'm not in the VR. No, this is our VR space. That's why there's. Um, it's so crazy in here. You know what? I, I actually I can help you get get them off. It's they're pr- very immersive. So I don't feel like there's nothing on my face. That's what makes them so it's- amazing. And I actually know a shortcut out of here. I can get you right out of here, right back to your living room. Yeah, that amazing. Great, because I'm so confused. There is a, there is a, a, that person over there has too many eyes, and uh, it's a cool, it's a cool skin. It's rare. Hello, it's a skin. Oh, it's oh, it's like one of them. This is them skin. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's, it's like, yeah. It's like one of them, 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 them knife yeah. fork games. Right? Exactly. Like the yeah, night fork. The night fork games you gotta yeah. have the skins so for. We're them. just gonna go ahead and get you right out of here, okay? Cause okay. I I gotta get to I gotta get yeah. to uh, a game. I got a game starting pretty soon. So You got a game? Are you you're not playing games on the clock now, are you done? Because you gotta keep this job. No, Yo, Daryl, money. 
Yeah, no, I know it's part of the it's part of the team building that we do here. So, okay, uh, here I know a shortcut, right? It's just right over here. Okay. Uh, yeah, you'll see. That I'll just uh, put my hand here, and the wall will open up, and it'll, you'll be right back home in the living room. It'll it'll feel like you didn't even take them off. You won't even know. All right, that's pretty neat technology, Dan. And would you like to use your I know a shortcut ability? Yes. And can you, for the folks at home, can you describe to them what it does? Okay. So uh, I have the little things. But so uh, when you want to get somewhere in a hurry, you can say the phrase, I know a shortcut, and then describe a short path to the discussed location. I have to roll initiative. And a six, on a success, my directions are correct, no matter how impossible. Uh, for each additional three above one, I can have an additional person uh, use the shortcut as well. So I have to roll at least two, three. <laughs> Uh, on a failure, my shortcut leads somewhere very inconvenient. Yeah, in this desired location. That is persistent and visible to anyone. Well, here we go. Ooh, okay, that's two threes. Boom. And I will spend one uh, quality assurance to make it. Uh, uh, you know what? No, I'll give you a little bit of chaos. Uh, Just one. Oh, no, you get four down here. Okay, so I'll, sp I'll spend one. Okay, I was like, sir. Just playing fast. They're learning. <laughs> has informed me that um, if if she has over 30 chaos, that she can just, like, kill one of them. Just, like, straight up. Just can do it. Yes. We have life insurance. It's fine. So, I'm just I don't like, know where you heard that from. Who told you that? I'm just, like, letting everyone know. I'm pretty sure we were at 28 when we <laughs> last our, left our last session. So... No chaos for him. So uh, <laughs> the door, the wall opens up into our living room at the house, uh, or his, the main floor. Okay. We live in the basement suite. Um, uh. And I just lead him through and then come back. Or I just kind of like usher him through. Amazing. Oh, I just go right through, right through here. All right. You, uh, hey, hey, done. Yeah. Done. Yeah. Uh, is any of those like break or they seem like they're getting rid of any of them i've heard that that virtual reality games are pretty cool so if you want to spring one home they, you know they're cool and and actually um i you know i wasn't gonna i wasn't gonna say anything uncle jay but um it's it actually like uh when, when outsiders come into the game I, you have to pay for like an extra uh, like an extra slot on your profile uh-huh it's so it's it yeah. is it's about five bucks. oh Oh really? Okay, well, hold on. Let me five bucks. No, it's that yeah, those microtransactions. They just get you every time. All right, hold on. Let me just. He's <laughs> gonna bat down. Will it still work? It's this is. I mean, yeah, I'm not. It I can't. Scans, it scans the money. Yeah. It scans the it cash. Scans the cash. That you're. It's a new feature. And it just. Wow. Wow. All right. Well, hold on. Let me see how many I have. I. Done. I only have four dollars. Okay, hey, you know what? That's okay. I'll hey. I'll make up. I'll buy you a dollar. Okay. All right. All right. Here's the four. Okay. Great. Okay. All right. All right. I'll see you. I'll see you at home. Done. Don't forget you need to mow the lawn tomorrow. Yeah, I will. I I'm gonna do it when I get off shift tonight in the morning okay. after you wake up. Okay. After I wake up. Done. After. All right. Right. Or as soon as you wake. Okay. Bye. Love you, Uncle Jay. Yeah. You. You too. Uh, I will also say, Uncle Jay, you uh, also carry in your hand a black credit card uh, with the name Garrett Parker Roy written oh. on it. Uh, you have no idea how you got this. 
Um, and uh, additionally, Dunn, you said you led him into the living room, I, I, and I'm I, assuming you touched him. No, 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 no. I just gestured. You just, just gestured. I just gestured. I was like, this is her dude. This is the way. Okay. You didn't touch him. I would never touch Uncle Jay. That's why I told him I love him. <laughs> but I do love him. You do love him, but would never touch him. Every time. I would... Also, I just want to uh, point out to uh, my other ability with struggling, fly in your wallet if you receive, or no, sorry, lying on your resume. When you convince a non-agent to pay you for an action, you receive one free quality assurance on any related role to the, uh, any role related to that action. Okay. So you, I, I mean, essentially you rolled, this was the follow-up to that initiative role. So I would say you can have that quality assurance back. Does this also count as done cleaning up a mess or? <laughs> could I, could well, I have gotten something for giving a great excuse? Cause I feel like, I feel like I navigated that very efficiently. You know, at the end of the day, commendations are really separate from the chaos that you run. So yeah, I'll give you each a commendation. You haven't gotten any commendations this entire game, and please. Heather, you've never experienced a commendation before. Um, <laughs> especially after all those loose ends that you left. So as you help your wife, Misty, as you're walking back, you just feel it's almost like a, a true weight has been taken off of your shoulders as you feel a small amount of uh, not unpleasant warmth as you receive your first ever commendation. Uh, done. Yes, this is. I would say technically this is you uh, cleaning up a mess. So yes, uh, you may have one more commendation. Bye, baby. Wonderful. Okay. Uh, and last but certainly not least, Indigo. You see, Jonathan, uh, who I believe is played by. I think it's me. I think that's you, Tim. Uh, standing there. Hey. You okay? Strong, speak to me. You can't do okay. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, um, it's okay. We can just be silent together. Yeah, um, it's nice. Are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, it's your longest. <laughs> I haven't uh, seen you pass by my door like you normally do. Is everything okay? Yeah, yeah, uh, everything's okay. I'm just, um, uh, I was, I know we had like a, uh, we had a, we were going to see a movie this weekend. Uh, yeah. Our, our, our date. Um, so if you want to say that. Yeah, I was just, um, so sorry, uh, say again. Uh, you were coming up here to ask me like what movie uh, we were going to go watch. Uh, had two choices. I would like to use my ability uh, say again. Uh, and for the folks at home, can you describe what that is and what it does? Yes. Uh, you may respond to a spoken sentence uh, with the phrase say again, and then you may tell the group what the target says instead of what they said uh, initially. On a success, the target believes the new sentence That's uh, what they meant. Amazing. So go ahead and roll. Guys. Everybody's just gaslighting. That's all we're doing. That's okay. Wonderful. That was an insane time. Uh, I only have 2d4, so I have to roll it in sets of three. Uh, it was two twos, 
twice um, and then two threes. Amazing. So right at the end. Um, hey. So yeah, I'm, I'm basically trying to like give Jonathan just like a reason for being here and make them believe it. Amazing. So as you do that, you, Jonathan, you believe that you are up here to finally answer the question of which movie you're going to go see uh, with Indigo this weekend. And Cody, I have a very important question for you. Uh, are you spending any quality assurances to bring that up to a stable success? Here's the thing. I I want to because it's like safer, but also I want to see what happens when you get more chaos. He's chaos monster. That's also fun. So I'm not going to. Wonderful. So I gain four chaos from that. Sick. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. This is where you fuck around and we find out. Like... <laughs> We're going to go see Triassic Park, aren't we? Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And did you want um, you want to meet there or we could get coffee before I could pick you up or. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll pick you up. Oh. <laughs> and then uh, I or just you want to go get actually, do you want to go get uh, coffee now? Like right now, uh, yeah, sure, great, yeah. Um, I'll um, I I well um, now sort of I actually have to turn this. Uh, we got to turn something in, but I'll, I'll okay. I'll, like, I'll meet you down there. Yeah, like five ten minutes. Okay, great. See ya. See ya. So Jonathan Bess walks out of the office. Zoom <laughs> has gotten much better with its virtual background. Um, <laughs> so. Uh, congratulations, you have all three uh, loose ends tied up. I do not get any chaos from any of those things. Uh, so having that dealt with, uh, you all return to the scheduling office. Uh, what what would you like to do now? Uh, I, th I still think we should go down to financials at some point just to check out GPR's, uh, you know, where he's spending his money. Maybe we can find him that way. You know, I also, I think that's a really good idea. Wow. Um, I also really got to check on Harlan. I'm worried about the switches. Yeah, I should, I should go down there right now. Maybe. Is that okay? If I just, I'll be quick. I promise. I mean, we can meet you in financials if you want. I would like to go with all of you. But if you guys want to drop off the that briefcase. Well, do you want to go see your friend Harlan? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I do. Uh, yeah, I really want to check on those switches. Okay, let us go and make a new friend. Okay. You, you guys want to come down to where I work? Yeah. Isn't that what sure. you asked? Uh, I, well, I wanted to go. I didn't know you guys wanted to come too, but that's really cool. It's dark. Um, and please don't touch the switches, okay? Okay. Sure. Okay. Okay, so you are headed down to Dunn's Office of Work down in janitorial. Janitorial. 
Um, and you are heading down to the switch room. Uh, so Dunn leads you down the vast system of hallways and staircases. Um, there's no elevator down to this part, so you have to kind of navigate uh, those those rooms and, and down the narrow hallways. Uh, and as you approach down towards uh, your office, Dunn, you pass the janitorial locker room. Uh, you look in very briefly. Harlan isn't there, uh, but his time card is still punched in. Um, and so, yeah. Let me chill that guy. Okay, I just got to do the switches real quick. Uh, so you go towards the switch room, and the switch room is closed. The door is locked, and you hear an alarm going off inside. Oh, this is... Isn't oh, what happened? No, 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 no. Um, okay, I gotta... Whoa. I gotta get through this door. I gotta get through this door. I gotta get to the switches. This is really bad. Are, uh, is the thing on the outside, like, could the access pass that we have get us in here, or would it be a different thing? Uh, there is an access pass, uh, on the, on the switch. Yeah, you can give it a try and see if it works. As Heather, uh, quickly swipes the access pass, the door... Uh, unlocks and swings open. Done inside, you see that the lights are flickering in patterns, and it's like uh, you can't, it's strobing, so you can't quite see everything in all at once. Uh, your eyes are darting all around the room, and you're able to pick up a various amount of information. I'm going to spend 10 chaos here. Um, and Back to me. I'm in the danger. <laughs> the first thing you see... The first place your eye draws is that you see Harlan lying on the ground, and he is dead. He has been strangled with a tie. Somebody killed him before I could kill him. Oh. And the tie looks expensive. Okay, I think we found Garrett Parker Roy. As your eyes move around the room again, trying to catch glimpses of things, you see where the source of the alarm is coming from. You see that the switches have been flipped. But in the wrong order. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, I gotta fix them. I gotta fix them. I gotta fix them. Uh, I'm. Can I do? Uh, can I do a double take? Use my double take ability. I'm attempting something risky because I want to see if I can uh, basically use uh, try every combination of the switches to get them back to normal uh so i'm unfolding myself into several possibilities and then yeah. folding myself back into the best one amazing okay so i will do you have to roll to do that yes i have to roll professionalism wonderful do so which i i have no so you are rolling with burnout. It is minus one. Do you have anything that you can do to release your burnout? I don't. No, I don't think so. Your burnout release uh, is when you spend money on yourself instead of your struggling debt. Yeah. Uh... I go, I would say, I turn to them and I go, if this works, I'm going to buy myself the biggest candy bar in the vending machine. And I put $5 on the table. Oh. 
okay, I will allow you a burnout release with that. I cost because <laughs> I rolled one three. Okay, so that is a success, and I take the other five for chaos. So you watch as like Don, it, it looks like versions of Don kind of pop out from himself, all like from the waist up, just like it, multiple hands reaching out onto all of the switches, flipping them in various uh, orders until he finds the right sequence that stops the alarm, and then he folds back into that one. You do so, Dunn, and it's it's wild to watch. Dunn is usually someone who moves at a slower, more deliberate pace uh, than the rest of you are used to, but you watch him suddenly, multiple versions of him, different looks, different uh, iterations of himself, as if Dunn has been spread across multiple realities, all unfold from himself, and with lightning speed, move through the switches, and finally, the alarm goes off. Um, done. I guess this is a, this is a, this is a question for you. And I'll allow you to try and answer me as, as honestly as you can. How much did Albrecht tell you about why you had to flip these switches? I don't think he, he just said it was a, a catastrophe if I didn't. It was like the results could be catastrophic if I didn't with them in the right order, the exact order that he showed me. Okay. So you don't know what these switches do. No. Okay. Um, I would say, and I'm going to give you, I would say if any of you have an ability that allows you to find hidden knowledge in a room, I would allow you to use that now. And you are absolutely correct, Nox. I did just get a rebate on my chaos. Thank you so, so much. <laughs> It was half off. It was technically a 30% discount because I spent 10 and got 7 back. Please. Does anyone have any abilities to find hidden knowledge in a room? Um, if Not there's a, a living thing. I, um, if there's a f frame, um, just switches. Just the switches on the wall. It's like a concrete room with switches and so i can look like something that's what that is what someone in the like wants the most in the world right now so if someone really wants to know what these switches do and wants like a instruction manual i can make that happen <laughs> it's a little bit risky and by risky i mean an anomalous risky <laughs> i mean i definitely think Indigo would be curious about why we're in this room and what the switch is to. Is it... did, they, did they stop? Did the alarm stop? The alarm stopped. The lights are still flickering and strobing, and Harlan's dead body with the tie around his neck is still present in the room, yes. Uh, but uh, the alarm has stopped blaring. I just... Hey. Oh, I was just going to say, it's like, the thing that happens if I use it is that I get the single object that that person wants most in the world right now. So I'm just saying if that's just letting everyone know that. Um, question, is it like overhead lighting? Like what's the, with the lights are flickering, what kind are they? I would say they're like LEDs. Like a, like a screw-in bulb? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so Sosa's gonna reach up and unscrew the light bulb. Amazing. That was stressing me out. Now it is dark, which I prefer. 
I just I have to um I have to go put Harlan away. Oh. So um I'll I'll leave the leave I uh no, but uh it just some um he just has to go away now that he's dead. So I'm just gonna it's just a janitorial thing. Um so I'll ju- I'll leave the tie because that seems important, and uh, I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna go. Did, put we, one away. did we check his pockets or? Uh, uh, probably search the Is body. That, I don't know if that's rude. I don't. I don't mind. I don't mind touching. touching no, I mean that guy. I can just, and then I'm just gonna wiggle my fingies into Harlan's pockets. Uh, from where I'm standing, which is like five feet away. <laughs> Amazing. So you watch as you watch as uh, nickname drops uh, one of their hands down, and it just slowly starts to extend uh, over towards uh, Harlan's body on the floor. And as you uh, take a look through, uh, I will say you find like a simple jumpsuit. Um, you find his wallet. Um, uh, which is just has like his driver's license in it and uh, like a bank card um, and some, you know, a, 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 a discount card for a local restaurant. Um, that's about it. Uh, and you also find a very expensive pocket square. I'm going to grab the pocket square. Okay. Does it you- match the tie? It absolutely does in the same shade. Uh, and as you investigate the pocket square, it says G-P-R in initials, uh, embroidered on the front. And this seems important. It says G-P-R. Is that important? Y- yes. Those are the initials of Garrett Parker Roy, the person we are seeking. <laughs> well, we found part of him. Is this Garrett Parker Roy? No, this is Harlan. He was he was uh... I'm gonna try and like, I'm gonna pull at Harlan's face to see if it comes off. No, it's it's, uh, it's so, so you don't know a lot about anything. Humanity like yeah. humans. Um, do you ex- what do, what do you expect the face to do as you go in and pull at it um well i think that Soso is questioning whether or not this person can like change form mm. in the same way that uh she can um and that there's something malleable about this face like if it's like clay or if it like just like pulls off like a mask if there are layers of faces if one of them could be garrett like Soso isn't told i don't think Soso's ever actually touched a human's face okay so i don't know what she's expecting okay uh, so this is quite a stark, like you're almost, it's, it's quite shocking. Uh, as you pull at Harlan's face, his face turns towards you and, uh, you didn't notice this, but his eyes are open and they just stare at you. Hello. What? Uh, why don't I, uh, I'll just go put him away. And I start uh, dragging him into the other room. You take him into the janitorial locker. And uh, what would you like to do with him when you're in there? 
uh, while when I'm in there, uh, I kind of um, brush some dirt away on the floor, and there's like a seam, um, and I sort of push down on it, and it opens up, uh, and there's a coffin inside. I'm going to use my initial requisition, Dracula's coffin. Uh, once permission, you can exhume the coffin to place something inside that can fit, and when the coffin is returned to the dirt, whatever is placed inside never existed. Amazing. So Wait, never existed? Never existed. Harless. So Who? tell me how and what do you say anything to harlan's body or what do you do as you place him down into your dracula's I like, coffin i like i like push off the dirt that's on top of the cup inside what color is the silk that lines this coffin as i open it it's red uh, it's company red um i go um i mean you had one job harlan this yet didn't flip the switches okay so Technically, that was not Harlan's job. That was your job. No, but it was my job because it was his job today. It was it, he was in training. It's just that that's it's how we do things in janitorial, um, and it's, it's you know, it's been nice knowing you, and pretty soon we all won't. And I push him into the coffin and I shut the lid. And his memory is erased. And I will say, Dan, uh, to put my own spin on this, um, and because I am going for feelings this evening, you remember. The rest of you immediately forget that there was ever a body on the floor. You forget that Dunn has been talking about Harlan. All you remember is that Dunn said the switches needed flicking. You came downstairs. You opened the door. The alarm was going off. Dunn went in, flipped the switches. Uh, and now you're standing in the janitorial room for no apparent reason. Are, um, is like, do we still have like the tie and or also the pocket square? Yes, you do still have those things, but they just seem to have been on the floor of the switch's office. Dunn, did you take care of everything that you need to? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's, uh, I guess that's the problem that GPR was down here for some reason. Oh, he caused the alarm? I, what yeah. happens if you don't flip these right? What's up with the switches? Uh, honestly, catastrophe. So it's a good thing we got here when we did. Thank you for indulging me. Also, it's uh, I find it really weird that they would something so important they wouldn't put anyone on. But uh, I guess everyone's understaffed these days. So yeah, well, that's why I came down here now because I don't have to do it all the time. It's just at certain times, so I got to get it done. Question. Uh, is Garrett Parker Roy very small? Because this is a very small little towel or something. No, that's a that's a pocket square. That goes in, like in like a suit uh, that I'm wearing. Uh, Indigo would point to themselves wearing like a double-breasted suit, um, but without a pocket square. It goes in the this pocket. Uh, so so just. Stuffs it in Indigo's pocket. Oh. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, like that. But uh, but uh, you pull it up in a triangle. Oh. That feels appropriate for company branding. And it is appropriate for company branding because both the tie and the pocket square are company red. 
Uh, and now as you put this pocket square in your pocket, Indigo, it points up in a perfect company red triangle. I guess to financials? Or do we want to return the anomaly first? Whichever's closest, I think. Probably, probably the vault. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'll put the light bulb back in. <laughs> so, so as you put the light bulb back in, it continues to strobe. I hate that. And you leave. always like that in this area and the janitorial. Oh. Uh, no, that that doesn't usually blink like that. Uh, I might have another one around here somewhere. Sometimes I blink too when I'm stressed. Maybe the light is stressed. Yeah, that makes sense. That alarm going off. Uh, I would just look through some of the, um, uh, like the lockers, the janitorial lockers, the supply lockers. Yeah, you find a, a new light bulb easy enough. Uh, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll put this one in. And it strobes as well. Okay, well, that's not our fault then. That's a that's. Oh, sorry. With the building. Yeah. I, sorry, what, what, uh, do you have an idea? Well, how many, like, okay, so to understand where we came into, there's only, like, one way in here and out of here, right? Mm-hmm. Um, where, if they were just here, where did they go? We didn't see them on the way out. The door was locked. Is there, are the, is there any, like, I don't know, evidence of anything inside of the room or, like, particularly, like, where the, is it, is the light, like, strobing in the center or is it, like, over, like, offset, like, where, like, a table is or? Uh, it is strobing in the center of the room and it's odd. The pattern, you, you would expect it just to illuminate the center of the room, but it seems as if your eyes are pulled in kind of, um, alternating patterns across the room. Um, you know that the tie and the pocket square now were on the floor on their own. Uh, there's a small table off to the side where Dunn has put his $5 for the candy bar later. Um, and uh, there are a couple papers on the table, Dunn, that you would have put there uh, when you had seen uh, that kind of image of, of Ashley Mainwaring here um, this morning. And, and Dunn, for you, so you... This has been a couple hours. You've been gone for a couple hours at this point. Uh, you have no idea, and this is for knowledge for Don, you have no idea how long the alarm has been going off for. You have no idea how long Harlan has been in this room, and you have no idea about when this door was closed. Ah, uh, yeah, you know, when I left earlier, everything was fine. That's, I mean, if, feel like the alarm couldn't have been going on for that long because, I mean... Surely things would have been the part. Yeah, or a big catastrophe, but... Would you consider this blinking light to be catastrophic? I mean... I find it rather upsetting. It I, is unpleasant. This is one of the worst things that has ever happened to me. Maybe it's been going on for a little while then. I, I'm sorry. Okay. Was did you have something nickname or pond? I do. I have a I have a question. Uh for my would you like some more feature? Yes. Uh 
do I have to see the person that I'm asking or uh generally yes if I knew their whole name though. what is the how does the ability read it rules <laughs> as written <laughs> we're gonna get granular with it rules as written would you like some more say would you like some more and roll empathy on a success the last thing they enjoyed if it's available is leverage or distraction far beyond its worth uh, for each additional three above one, you may spend uh, spread their desire among other nearby targets to a similar effect. So what I'm asking you okay. um, is, could I attempt uh-huh. to offer Gary Parker Roy, if he's in the room, uh, more of what he enjoyed most last? Ooh. Because we do have a feature... Uh, with us in the party who can produce that. Yes. Be careful that you're not asking for murder. <laughs> right, yeah. If you like murder, but if he um, likes murder, you know, then we can just kind of, we can kind of handle that. I know, burn that. I economy of myself, so uh, I will say that. I will say, nickname, um, while this is all going on, while everyone is kind of talking and figure out where to go next, your eyes are scanning the room. Uh, and as someone who has become very adept at hiding in dark places as you came from a dark place, something you are something that knows when there are, when things are something they're not. Mm-hmm. You absolutely know for a fact that Garrett Parker Roy is not in this room. Cool. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. Good to know. I agree. I think we should go to financial. Yeah. The strobe light is horrible. The strobe light is awful. Is there like a... Could I like... Sorry, I'm just looking at my abilities here. Um, I guess it would be to find hidden knowledge, and I don't have that, so never mind. I don't... This isn't an ability, but can Soso... Like, Soso is almost a computer. Um, Can she... I'm just trying to do some pattern recognition, because you said the the light's moving erratically. Um, And Soso is remembering the control control on the wall of blood. She has the symbols with her on Dunn's blazer that she destroyed, or uh, linen jacket. Um, so I think she's just going to try and do a quick scan. Also, because she hates the light so much, I feel like she's getting, like, agitated and, like, staring at it. Absolutely. Like, the way when there's, a, like, a fly in the room and you're trying to sleep and you're like, I'm going to stare at this fly and just, like... What skill would you like to use for this? I believe that this is definitely... This would definitely it. it. Yeah, so finding the hidden details. A skill that allows you to find hidden details. I'm just looking at my... Let me see... I- I, I believe it would be attentiveness is my... Let me just double check. I believe you... Yes, your skill at noticing detail, recalling information, and sensing when something is wrong. Absolutely. Please roll attentiveness. Do I would you, love to. Do you have any... Uh, do you have quality assurances in this? Yes. Um, I didn't roll any... Th- um, would you like to spend a quality assurance to... Mm-hmm. Okay, so you'd like it to get... I'll, I'll spend three quality assurances. I have three. Nice. Wonderful. Also, roll prepared games. Thank you so much for the raid, friends. Welcome in. Uh, so you spend three whole quality assurance. All of them. Oh God, we better we gotta deliver that that thing back to the place because that's, that's all my boys. I got no more boys. Wonderful. So as your so so you go quiet for a moment, um, 
and you two are looking around the room and I will say that you're with spending so much of you kind of grit down and you render you perfectly render for a moment you are focusing so much but the eyes the eyes are glitching they are moving all around your face and it is as your eyes move that you see it you see the lights strobing out to those symbols you see the word control in multiple languages across the room you found it Remember that time we saw the blood bath and control written on the walls in blood? Yeah. yeah. This time control is written on the walls in light, which I actually like much less. I suppose there was not any blood available. That makes sense. I think I like the blood better too. This is awful. I prefer the light bulbs. Okay. I'm going to unscrew the light bulb again. Here you go. And I hand it to Indigo. I think we should go. I think that we've spent enough time down here. I think that we have quite a few uh, few things to move on to. So I think that we should just kind of keep going. Would you... So you, are you heading to financials or are you heading to the vault? Vault, vault, vault. Vault, because it's closer, I think. Yeah. Before, we, before we leave the room, I think Indigo would be... Thinking about how the controls and blood, controls and light, it's like taking a little control back. I think Indigo is going to throw the light bulb on the ground and stomp on it. Amazing. <laughs> As you do. And you hear it in this kind of echoing, you hear in this like concrete room with nothing in it to dampen the sound. The sound of the light bulb smashing echoes across the room and if it starts to amplify as you leave and close the door behind you. I, I would sweep it up on the way. Uh, would you like to clean up another mess, John? Yes. <laughs> We're in janitorial. I've got, I've got a little dustpan right there. Amazing. It's, it's yes. Workstation. It's I will allow you office. to get okay. one more commendation for that. You absolute heathen. Yes. Sorry, Don. I didn't think about this being your Oscar. I just want to take some. Uh, no, it's okay. Yeah, no, I, I get it. The the this the gesture was very symbolic. Yeah. All right. So it only is six flights of stairs down to the vault at this point. So you realize already that you are quite deep uh, below the main street level. Um, as you approach the door, you come from a side hallway approaching the vault from the side. Uh, you see the large the large metal door with the snake, the Ouroboros, eating itself, uh, eating the world and then eating itself, uh, pressed into concrete that seems older, that seems like the the door was placed in it and the building, the building built around it. Uh, you see Tony standing up front of the vault. Uh, he's looking at a clipboard and he looks stressed. Hello. Oh, uh, you're back. Yes. Everything okay? Uh, Tony looks down at his paper and he looks at his watch, which you see has a set of complex, it's like three different faces uh, in front and none of them tell time. Uh, they all have multiple different dials and multiple different real readings on them. Um, yeah, uh, I've just been dealing with some, uh, some strange readings. Uh, something is, um, 
power cycling. The, the energy and the power that stabilizes the vault is off. It's not, well, not off, but it's like something isn't right. It's not balanced. It's, it's become uh, uncalibrated. And I'm not sure why. Look at done. <laughs> just sort of saying, I'm just like, oh no. Uh, I, well, I, I fixed this, which is janitorial. Do you think this has to do with the alarm that was set off because the switches weren't switched? How long was the alarm going? No, no, I don't know. I don't know exactly when it started, but it was. Who was supposed to be looking after the switches? Done, isn't that? Well, it's me, but it, I went down at the time that I normally do the switches, and the alarm was going off. So I, I don't know. There was also a light that said control. Well, the light didn't say it. The light used its little flickering images to project the word control on the walls. I think maybe somebody went down there and flipped the switches prematurely in the wrong order. That's... Yeah, I'd say that'd probably do it. Um, I fixed it. Fixed it and the alarm has stopped. How much do you know about how power runs here at the agency, Done. Don't know anything. I just know that I have to flip switches in the order or else the there's a catastrophe. He just like pinches the brow, the, the bridge of his nose, and you can tell that it's too much information in his head and it would take him too long to like sit down and teach you the basic like computational and physics and like quantum physical knowledge to is to explain it to you so he he gathers himself for a moment Murder. the the vault is unstable at best and it requires an immense amount of power to keep it that way and the switches help part of that balance it is one of multiple fail safes that we have in place. The others. Yeah, there's a couple others. Uh, yeah. There happen to be three, I say, kind of <laughs> looking at the watch. Yeah, there's three. The other ones have been budget cuts and funding. The other two have been kind of on the fritz, so we've been relying on the switches primarily to regulate everything. So it's... Sorry, you were relying on done to stabilize the vault nobody told me that okay if i had known that i i would i just i came because they said i had to do the mission so i assumed that they would send somebody down done I, I understand this is a this is a systemic corporate level problem this is this is not your fault this shouldn't have happened this way and you know what they say we're often not responsible for the problems that happen, but we are responsible for how we do. We've got to clean them up. Um, yeah, we got to clean up a mess done. Can you think of any reason why someone would want everything to fail? Look, I'm, I'm part of a team that works on developing and stabilizing the vaults. Look, come... Come to my office. I can... He looks around again as if he's looking for cameras. He's looking for our listening devices. He's looking for things in the vault door itself. I guess about surveying. Yeah. So, so I am. I know the most about surveillance. 
Sarah Wick. I used to be surveillance. Oh. Uh. Well, I know your browser history. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not ashamed of that at all. You should not be. No. I am too new to be judgmental. It's a really nice quality of someone. You don't find that a lot these days. Thank you. Yeah. Anyway, come to my office. I got. I should. I should fill you in on some stuff. So okay. So he takes you down to his office, and you see that the phrase. We would like to meet Albrecht and we want to be friends is gone off the board. And uh, he says, he sits down kind of behind his desk and he looks pensive for a moment. The anomalies that are inside the vault get restless and it requires an immense amount of power to keep the vault closed. We've, uh, I've sealed off I've sealed off sublevel delta for emergency precautions and it runs on its own generator so it should be fine until we get this sorted out. Um listen, I I think I figured out why Dr. Brasso or Dr. Brasco has been reassigned. I was doing yeah, I was doing a bit of hunting around and from what I can tell, he was developing a weapon that could be the ultimate failsafe for if things ever catastrophically went wrong and the vault was fully breached. Now, escaping is one thing, and anomalies can escape from time to time. We've shored up a lot of the vaults so that they can't do that, but it's often and not always the anomalies that we're worried about. It's what's below them in sublevel delta. What's down there? Like the vault, it's meant for storing anomalies, but it's... You've never been inside the vault. The vault is... It looks like a room, and then based in your clearance, you can go in and remain unharmed. I've got a team of eight or nine of them in there, mostly R&D, but the vault is not just a room. It's a thing. I've made... I've started calling it, uh the empty because if you go too far into it it's just nothing it's an infinite space of nothing and for people who like to know things like myself nothing is terrifying i've lost a couple good researchers down there this this thing houses all of our anomalies that we've captured in it and all of these assurances all of these fail safes are to keep the empty tethered keep it controlled controlled yeah control tony if um if someone was going to sabotage the generator how would the one that keeps sub sub level delta closed where would they go it'd require it would require the entire power to the agency fully going off. And I have done everything in my power, and I have my best my best team on it right now. Sublevel Delta is secured. Until we can figure out this power cycling and get the rest of the vault sort sh- shored up, Sublevel Delta is secured. I'd put my job on that. Um, when was the last time you connected with your team? 
uh, probably about 20 minutes ago. Where does the power for the, the building come from? That built on a lot of geothermals. It digs down way deep and harnesses a lot of kinetic energy. So it's not like a power plant or something? No, we need too much power for that. There's also a nuclear... Uh, is it fission or fusion, please? My brain. Yes. What's the big one? This is me and asking, is it, what do they do, like, in our world? Fusion? Fusion. Fission we're trying to do. We've, right. We're getting closer. So then Tony looks at you and he goes, yeah, we've got this, like, nuclear fission, fission stuff that we're working on, and that seems to be a pretty good power cycle as of right now. Um, anyway, I, I could get into a lot of trouble telling you this. Um, there's something... This is what you're mixed up in. I want to give you something... I can I can take this case and that's fine and but I, you guys are the foot on the ground. I, I'm just here trying to keep everything together. Just just come with me. So he takes you out of his office and he walks towards back towards the elevator, back to where you came in that first time. And he un remember that shed that you saw, that small shed that was next to the elevator. That what? He unlocks it. it. Wasn't there and then was there? <laughs> it is there now, and. He watches, he takes out a very kind of exquisite and very complex looking key, slides it into the lock. You hear a series of like eight or nine locks unlock at the same time, uh, and it opens the door, and you see that the there is metal. There's a thick, dark gray metal substance lining this, and you see a ladder going down. They, uh, I found some stuff, so I've put it in here. This is my, it's a place where I keep my shit. The good stuff. You want to, after you guys. Door. Do you run down? Yeah, okay, why not? I guess we go into his little murder hole. Into <laughs> the shed, into the murder shed? It's absolutely it, a murder hole. Um, so you have the good shit and it's just dead bodies. So you're, you walk down, you climb down. Uh, it's probably about a floor. Deep, and it is lined with, it smells um, quite metal and tangy, and you recognize it's lead. This box is lined with lead. Um, Tony doesn't and like to take... Very sweet, by the way. Tastes sweet, just... Lead? I, I didn't know that. know that. But Dan says that. <laughs> I'm not going to ask how you know that, Dan. I'm just going to assume that you're... That's correct. It's in all the pain at my house. That explains so it's so important that you do not lick the lead paint in your house. You fame immediately. Just like just when you need that sweet. <laughs> it absolutely does taste taste sweet. Uh, it tastes like um, as nickname as you lick it. Uh, it tastes like a sugar syrup that they put in the mm. coffee at the barista shop. Oh. Excuse me, what? Oh, this does taste good. Don't yeah. lick the okay. So. As you walk, and I was going to say, there's probably more toxic things in nickname than anything that could be in <laughs> lead poisoning could ever give you. Literally toxic ways. <laughs> so as you climb down, um, you see uh, schematics and you see whiteboards. You see uh, like rows and row, rows and files of documents, uh, rolled up blueprints, uh, a bunch of just secreted away information that Tony has been keeping down here for himself. 
he goes over to one of the shelves and he brings out a small box. It's about the shape of a, a shoe box, but more square. Uh, it's cubed. Um, that's actually not true. It's completely like it's a it's a pyramid. It's a square bot. It's a triangle bottomed pyramid. I, I completely revised what I wrote. Uh, yeah, it is a triangle based pyramid, uh, and it has a slot in it about this big. And uh, he pulls out a schematic and he places it on the table and he unrolls it. He said, um, "I told you, Doctor Brasco was uh, being reassigned for." unapproved and unmandated experimentation, weapons testing. I found two of the devices that uh, he was working on. And this, from the schematics that I can find, this one is called uh, Epiphany. I haven't tried it myself yet, but from what I can tell from the notes that he's left, it unlocks things. Uh, the diagrams show you placing your hand inside the box and opening yourself and being willing to accept possibility. I don't know what the fuck that means, but that's what's written down in the, uh, in the schematic. Because if you're free from the things that you fear and you're open to possibility, all that's left is you and your potential. He's super inspiring like that, mm -hmm. at least according to Geneva. Like Geneva. Yeah. Yeah. De Brasco, uh, Geneva's really fond of him. So I'm, it's, uh, if he's good to Geneva, then he's, then he's important to us. So I don't know what we're supposed to do with it other than put your hand inside it. So I, I haven't been, uh, I Should haven't I done it yet. Should put your hand inside it? Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen, but yeah, why not? All right. I think it will be fine. Okay. So, so do you put your hand inside Epiphany? Yeah. As you place your hand inside this box, you are confronted with a question. It surges through your brain as if it is the only thing on the tip of your tongue. What has the agency taken from you that you will never get back? Oh. Am I supposed to answer? Mm-hmm. The agency made me. The agency has given me everything. All they have taken is what they chose not to give me. And that, perhaps, I deserve. I do not know if they gave me sentience. I believe that may have been an error. I believe they gave me subservience. What they have taken from me is my autonomy. As you say this, so-so, it is as if you feel a surge of a rush of data, a pounding in your chest, as if you're 
You've seen this on Princess Honeycake when she transforms or wears a different costume. Sometimes a light emanates from her chest and it bursts outward. You feel the same feeling yourself. It wraps around your body and you see that the normal purple and mauve and magenta uh, rendering that you have is now tinged with an opalescent light. You've had your epiphany and you have unlocked a new level up ability. What? Let's go. <laughs> so, 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 your new ability is called Piper, and I will send this to you. Okay. You can invite a character or an item out of a piece of art or fiction that you are interacting, and you roll present on a success. Wait, any part- character in any piece of art? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! We're gonna be brought the back! You get the ability to beat and Greek. On a success, the target exits into the real world. They understand what you have done for them and tend to be unconcerned about their fictional status. They will act in accordance with their skills and morals, but look to you as an advisor or leader. They remain in reality for one hour. Like it was made for you. (laughs) Um, On every third three, you may bring an additional target out of the same piece of art or fiction. And Princess Honeycake's raccoon sidekick. (laughs) Trash boy, yep. Um, The small trash, the small trash dog, the raccoon. On a failure, another instance of this piece of art somewhere becomes a permanent portal to and from its world. You do not know which instance. It is possible the instance is a replication in this case of singular works. Uh, Unless you or someone else destroys it, it will cause bleed back and forth between both worlds. That sounds great, honestly. (laughs) There's no downside. That's not a negative for so-so. No downside. (laughs) Oh, I gotta go, actually. Goodbye. That's better than the one-hour one. So that is is for you, for you, so-so, the ability called Piper. This is; uh, These are all created by Caleb, uh, and these are level-up abilities that will be released in the Kickstarter version, or the uh, the lo- ongoing version. Yeah, so this okay, is so, so turns to Dunn and says, Dunn, were you intending to buy a chocolate bar from the vending machine in uh, reception? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Perhaps we should go to reception. Yeah, absolutely, I'd love to. Let's go to reception. Yeah, I, I, can I just quickly put my hand in the box, or is it just one? Is it just a one-shot deal? Also, don't uh, go to financials. Isn't that important? <laughs> well, the reception's on the way. It's on. It's on the way. So, so would uh, I need uh, Tony looks at me. And goes, uh, I don't know. I, I don't think it's like a one-time use thing. I don't. Know. It didn't say that. It said it had multiple. It was meant to be ever, ever. I think that, like, once you only put your hand in it, I think you're not allowed, you can't put it in again without something potentially going wrong. But the first time is, is for everyone, it's okay. And I try. Hey, you go. You- yeah. So as you put your hand in the box, nickname, it is as if you feel all of these shifting molecules and bits of yourself that are glommed together align perfectly you feel maybe for the first time like a full being rather than something that has been slipshotted together uh by 
pure chance and toxicity. Um, you put your hand inside Epiphany uh, and you are confronted with the same question. What has the agency taken from you that you will never get back? I, I guess my my ability to exist as myself. I can't just be me. I have to fight. Be a bur I don't look like this. And I feel like uh, they're just talking to no to no one at this point, or to Epiphany, I guess. Uh, I. They took away my individuality. So as you say this to yourself or to the nothing that arounds you, to Epiphany itself, you feel the parts of your body for a moment, just a split second. You feel no pressure to be what people want you to be that you could exist around these people, around anyone exactly as you are, and that is fine. You feel accepted. You feel cared for. And you have unlocked a level of ability. Your ability... Your ability... Oh. ...is called replace. Oh, boy. You may choose a relationship of a specific target and replace them. Role presence. On a success, you have always been that person. All the memories they had with that person now feature you in the end. This lasts until the end of the mission or until you end it and the target remembers the changes. This is like Gaslight Gate Cute Girl Boss, the ability? Yeah, a game. <laughs> On every third three, you can choose one. You can choose one of. You can also access those memories for the duration of the replacement. At the end of the effect, they remember all interactions with you as if it had been the person you replaced. Or you can adopt one feature of the person you're replacing, as in borrow. On a failure, this replacement is permanent. And you may re you must replace one of your close relationships with this person immediately or leave them behind as an especially powerful loose end. The person you replaced remembers everything. Oh my god. My own chills. I'm so stressed out. Oh my god. It's so dark. God. Uh, are we having fun yet? Are we having fun yet? <laughs> I mean... I'm having a time. Yeah, this is great. <laughs> the agents. Well, I mean, nickname is having the deepest of existential and moral crises as uh, they pull their hand out of the epiphany. Just... Are you also excited to meet Princess Honeycake? I assume you had the same experience I did. <laughs> yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Would uh, would anyone like to go next? After you're done, please. I know I get to be Princess Honeycake. I'm very excited. Okay. All right. <clears> hey. <throat> okay. 
done, you put your hand inside of Epiphany and the same question presents itself. What has the agency taken from you that you'll never get back? I think when Dan started working, he was caught in the cycle of having to then pay for things himself, having to pay rent, having to pay for food, and it took away what he had before he started working, his innocence. Done as you come to grips with this and you admit that your innocence is now gone, that the agency has taken that from you pretty violently. There is a calmness that comes over you. As you have your hand inside the box, you feel this childlike sense of wonder open within you as you actually see a path towards a future where you are not crushed by the responsibilities of adulthood. Yo, whatever Doug's having <laughs> on. Uh... <laughs> yeah, wait a minute. Are we sharing? <laughs> Done. You feel this calmness come over you, and it's like you exhale a breath you didn't know you were holding. And you unlock a new level of ability. Done. Your ability is called A to B. And this follows I know a shortcut. You can see the shortest distance between one idea and another. State the desired thought you want the target to have. I like this person. I should take a break. Tomorrow isn't coming. And roll empathy. On a success, you know how they will arrive at that thought. The player portraying your target will tell you what steps need to be taken to get them there to that thought. On Trisendence, there is only one step to get them to your, to that thought, and you can decide what it is. On a failure, the target's mind becomes condensed, sharpened, and begins making connections it never could before. Things make sense to them that never did before. Their suspicions, especially about you, find evidence very easily. You create a genius, and they're smart enough to know you did it. <laughs> Why is this for someone called Dunning Kruger? No, it's no like <laughs> Oh my god! Mechanics. Mm, yum, yum. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, brilliant! I'm so upset. <laughs> wow. Uh your turn. I sort of gesture towards <laughs> Indigo and Heather. First, or you? Uh, go ahead. Okay. Well, it's worked out for everyone else, I guess. End of the box. End of the triangle. Indigo, you put your hand inside Epiphany, and the same question arises. What has the agency taken from you that you'll never get back? I think with how the, how the job has been, having to stay on the phones, answering them all day, not only has it led to Indigo's personal relationships being neglected, 
But I think with the type of conversations that Indigo has day in and day out, very surface level, I feel like they've forgotten how to open up to anyone, honestly. So I think the agency has taken their ability to connect with anyone on more than a surface level. As you put your hand inside of Tiffany, you feel and you are suddenly aware of the pain that you feel in where your heart is. But more importantly, you feel it soften and melt away just for a little bit. You feel the confidence, the safety, the security that could actually allow you to be vulnerable with someone. And not only that, it gives you a pure, unfiltered insight into what that should feel like. It teaches you in that moment what you deserve to get from other people and unlocks a new ability. All right. Indigo. Yours is called. Okay, I get it. When someone is speaking to you about a skill, a craft, a procedure, or a plan, you can interrupt them and say, okay, I get it. You roll attentiveness. Or, if the target is under the effect of that's so interesting already, you can spend one quality assurance from attentiveness instead for an automatic success. On a success, you get it perfectly. Even from just a few words, you can emulate the speaker's knowledge of that subject, perform that skill, craft, procedure, or plan as if you had the same level of expertise as them. The effect lasts for 24 hours. Oh. On transcendence, you get that forever. <laughs> if what you were learning for them was short-term, a procedure or a plan, pick one piece of it to become an expert in permanently. On a failure, you don't get it, but you think you do. The target will not explain any more, and you will move on. Even if they were nearly finished, you don't get it. You get Dunning-Kruger. You get Dunning-Kruger. <laughs> I get that. It's just heart surgery, guys. Come on, I get it. <laughs> you then suffer burnout on any related roles to that skill, craft, plan, or procedure, and an inability to perform the basic pieces that wouldn't require rolling without big mistakes. Right. Well, Wonderful. Okay. And you take your hand out of Epiphany. How, how does everyone look coming out of this? Like, I'm... How does everyone look coming out of this? So it's live, laugh, loving. Like, <laughs> so it's never been better in her life. In her week of life, she has never been better. Sentience is a joy. <laughs> I remember when I felt that way. Um, well, it's dark. <laughs> and a nickname. A nickname is smiling, but it's like a borderline malevolent smile. It's like it's 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 disconcerting. I don't think you've seen a nickname. 
Maya, like, don't love that. Uh, Dunn seems like a bit more attentive to what everyone is, is like, like, mm hmm. <laughs> I think uh, Indigo would look hopeful. Just like in a weird way, so staring off into nothing. The moon's like, yeah, I had a good time in there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Okay. I think very reticently, uh, there puts this, her hand in this box. Rather, as you put your hand inside Epiphany, the same question arises. What has the agency taken from you that you'll never get back? So I think that, because uh, I've been thinking about this, you know, as everyone's been going through, um, I think that, like, originally I was, like, time, obviously. Um, but I think that that's too simple because I don't think it's just Heather's time that the agency has taken. I think that um, every moment, even when she's not working, is still consumed with the thoughts of what needs to get done, what, you know, how how she's going to fix that huge problem that happened um a couple of weeks ago or whenever that was um and i think that that's not the not necessarily the first time that something like that has happened or that like there's been some kind of problem that she's been trying to solve that's just the most recent in a slew of them <laughs> and so i think that ultimately what they have taken from her is her peace uh, mm. an ability to just not not be here As you confront this, it is as if you recognize the absence of your peace and your mind cycles backward and backward and backward to the day you and Missy got married. You stand across the altar looking at her and there was nowhere else that you needed to be. And in that moment was the purest, most concentrated form of peace that you have ever experienced. And something switches in you. You remember that peace, and you also remember that it's really important. It's as if a truth comes back to you that you've been denying for so long. Your peace is important as you also unlock a level up ability. Your level up ability is called groundbreaking. When something isn't pleasing to you or your eye, replace it. Choose a target and roll subtlety. On a success, the target is briefly and momentarily shattered into pieces. Pick one of the following and replace it with the preferred option as you put it back together. You can change its appearance. You can change its allegiance. You can change its history. You can change its intellect, its goals, or its health. On every third three, you may pick more than one of those options. On a failure, you are unable to put the pieces back together. 
they will find their own way back together eventually, but you cannot control the change. And to, uh, to talk about that with uh, Zoltafe in the chat, yes, you can do this with him. Yeah, objects generally don't have allegiances. I was like, is this just items? And then you said that part, I was like, mm, doesn't sound like it. <laughs> Also, I got to say, we have been sitting at 69 viewers for most of this stream. Nice. And that makes me feel so good. Thank you so much, everyone. No one leave. Also, no one join. Nice. <laughs> so I am going to share this wonderful little document here with you. I will share the link in your chat and you can add it to your abilities. Congratulations, everyone. You also, uh, as Tony takes the briefcase and it sits in his hand, uh, you regain all of your um, sorry, one second. I definitely sent that link to the wrong person. Here we go. They'll be so confused. Someone else loved it. Ominous. I mean, I feel like they would love it and appreciate it, uh, knowing who they are. Um, but yeah, so that is now, you know, those are now yours. Congratulations. Um, and as Heather, as you pull, pull your hand out, Tony looks at all of you and he goes, uh, you know, I, I'm appreciative of you uh, testing it out. I haven't really had the chance to do any testing myself, and I usually test things on myself and my team before we do anything with anyone. So thanks for being those uh, guinea pigs. I appreciate that. Um, this there is the gift I've ever been given. Yeah. Okay. Well, cool. Uh, you have uh, a guinea pig. Hey, you have uh, Dr. Brasco to thank from that if you can find him. Um, there's one other thing. He uh, shows you what seems to be a, like, one-third of a document, a schematic. He's like, it's it's, uh, it's kind of torn. There's big parts of it missing. He goes, it's, it's all I could find. Everything else is gone. I, I saved it from a bunch of stuff that was going to get shredded. Uh, but this is what I have. On the top, it says, Project Genesis Exo Version Alpha. And the words don't immediately ring to you. I will show you how it is written, however. And I will put it in chat for the wonderful people at home. And I will put it in our chat here for you wonderful people. What is less startling to you is the name. It doesn't necessarily clock immediately. But what you see are a set of eyes that you would know anywhere. Gray, bright, and electric. And that is where we are going to take our break. <laughs> a little better for honey cake. <laughs> um, we are going to take a very, very quick uh, seven, uh, 13, 13 minute break. Uh, it, we, we're going to show the Kickstarter video from uh, Triangle Agency, and then we will uh, do a wait sequence afterwards. Actually, you know what? I think we're going to keep break a bit shorter. We're just going to show the Kickstarter video uh, because we have uh, some story to get through tonight, and I also don't want to keep my players super late. Um, and, uh, just a content night, baby. Let's go. Uh, no. 
go. Uh, just a content warning for the break. Uh, it does contain some quite strong elements of horror. Um, uh, and there are things both explicit and implied. Uh, there are some flashing images uh, and some images that might make people feel uncomfortable. So if you need to step away, totally okay. Uh, it's one of them would never stay. It is. All it is flashing away. It is one of the greatest Kickstarter videos I have ever seen, uh, put together uh, by Shannon Strucci uh, with amazing voice acting uh, from a, a wonderful voice actress named Carly. I think it's Mel Meldanto or Mel Bondo. I uh, Caleb can put it in the chat there. Um, written by Caleb. It's phenomenal. Uh, we will see you uh, very shortly. So grab your D4s and we will see you very soon, folks. Bye. Bye. And we are back. So you are standing in uh, Tony's bunker, essentially, um, having just had your own epiphanies uh, and looking at what seems to be uh, the other secret project that Jack, uh, Dr. Bra Dr. Jonathan Brasco, former head of R&D, was working on. Uh, that was uh, Project Genesis uh, Exo version Alpha. That looks like Geneva. It does. It does. It does. Tony does a double take. Oh. Ascope made Geneva's body. Didn't see that? Uh, you know, I'm like a really detail-oriented kind of guy, but sometimes I'm I miss the. I miss that. I get like two in, you know. Should I mean, Geneva is a weapon. I don't know. Your guess would be as good as mine at this point. I mean, I w I would think that Exo Project didn't Geneva not used to have the body. Uh, yeah. From from what I understand, Geneva was an an AI that. Uh, Dr. Brasco gave a body. Well, I think that this would... I mean, just based off of what I know about root words, uh, seems like this was the first iteration of his development of that. Yeah. Project no, Genesis. Does that mean that if I get a body, my name will be Geneva? No, so-so. I think, I think you're always going to be so-so. Oh, good. I don't know if she knows about this. I don't know if Geneva knows what she may or may not be. I will tell her. Oh, you know, so, so sometimes um, people need to learn information on their own. Mm -hmm. Oh, I like to watch other people and observe what they are doing and use that data to extrapolate things about them. That is some people's tactic that can be great um some people you know i um i don't know if you can search the internet uh but you maybe should do a little bit of research on the concept of tact tact might be beneficial for you wonderful may i have this file please So, so as you go to normally be able to kind of like hook in to the internet, you can't in here. I did it's like a, this. It's a lead line box. You can't. <laughs> May I have a copy, please? Of close to the vault, too. Of tact? No, of the Geneva's file, Project, Gene Project Genesis Exo version Alpha. Uh, yeah, you're, uh, I can... 
uh, Tony takes out a roll of blank paper and he essentially makes a almost perfect copy of, of what is left for you. Here you go. Wonderful. Okay. Um, well, uh, just, just be careful and, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do my best to keep my team stable down here and keep the power from surging again and keep an eye on that damn generator. If it, uh, if it goes out, I'll, uh, yeah, you'll know about it. You'll know. Okay, well, yeah, my, uh, my pleasure, you guys. Yeah, anytime. Why don't you, uh, why don't we head on up? Tony heads up, and, uh, you see me kind of gives you a, a wave, and, and then he heads off back down towards his office. The elevator is there if you would like to take it up. I mean, I wouldn't, but we're probably going to. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you is, is it time to go watch Princess Honey Cake? I think that we have another task to cross off our list before that. Before Princess Honey Cake? Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Princess Honey Cake will always be there. Yep. This mission That's true. Best oh. friends are forever. That's right. So, so. Yeah. That's exactly what I meant. I would die for Sosa. Sure. <laughs> Me personally, M would die for so so. Um, so as the elevator opens, uh, you step inside um, and flash the access pass that you have. Where would you like to go? Financials, baby. Dunn's arc is finally <laughs> He is literally going like this in the corner. You you hear Geneva's voice come over the intercom as it always does. On your way to financials. Hello, Geneva. Hello, Soso. And oh, you go isn't, like pre-recorded this. Geneva's always <laughs> Geneva's <laughs> everywhere. Uh, I hate that. Geneva uh, is Santa. Well, just Santa. Just Santa. No, I don't know if she gives gifts or the gifts that people would like. Um, More of a so... Krampus vibe. <laughs> she does you... have a list, and you are on at least one of them. The the elevator moves up and over uh, and forward towards the financials department. Uh, and you, I love it every time. All of you just go like, fuck this fucking elevator. Uh, and you, op the doors open uh, and you are presented uh, with, it's a quite just one room, actually. And you see there's a large glass uh, wall with a door off to one side that is closed. The window it's a clear glass window, but it's very fogged from the inside. It seems with um, condensation, as if something is hot on the inside. And you hear humming, very pleasant humming, coming from the inside of the office. Mm. And this is the financials department. Uh, remember, we're going to ask um, not only about GPR, but also for race. Because we've been working really hard, right? You know what, Dunn? Your job seems very important, so I think I think you do deserve a raise. Wait, thank you. You're getting paid. Uh, yeah, yeah. Are you not getting paid? I am an intern. So you're getting paid in exposure. In experience. Oh, wow. oh so many conversations we need to have. Okay. <laughs> Let's. Uh. 
So you go over to the door. Do you do you knock? It is do tactful you... to knock. I learned that. As she downloads the the file and tap. Amazing. So proud. Um, so proud of so so. Scanning for etiquette. You hear uh, a soft, almost musical sounding voice come from the inside. Oh, yeah, just a second. One sec. Uh, And uh, you hear a set of high heels walk over to the door and the door opens. Uh, Who opens the door? Me. Who opens the door? Like who is standing right in front of the door? Oh, so so. Oh, so so. so. Okay. Yeah. So to oh, not open like, the door, so so knows that it's it is that's not tactful. everyone that yes. it's polite to wait um for the other person to open the door. And it's like yes. teaching everyone this. Amazing. This I did download an etiquette manual on the way here. I wonder I wonder this. This is amazing. Okay, so as the door opens, so so you see a short, red headed, femme presenting person. They have their hair tied up kind of in this like messy bun that looks well practiced a well practiced messy bun um there's fresh uh they have freckles um they're wearing a yellow kind of gingham dress uh it's quite sweet um and what catches you most so so are their eyes this beautiful blue like you have seen pictures of the sea it is that color of blue um and they kind of give you a once-over Oh, ha! Huh. What I can I do? You, what can I do for you? You are small, but your hair is tall. Oh yeah, yeah. I guess it is, ain't it? Well, are, are can can I help you with something, or, or are we gonna just talk about my hair? Or are you gonna stand out there? Or are you gonna come on in? Oh, yeah. Come on in. Come on in. Oh, and she and the this wonderful human uh, gestures back for you to come in their office. And you see the name it is now polite to proceed into the office. You see the name Joss Knight Financials um, on the door. So you come on in, and there is only one desk in the financials department, one computer uh, with one chair. This is the this is the financials department. It is one office, one person handling the financials at the entire agency. What catches you off guard the most is in stark contrast to everywhere else you have seen in the agency, which is a very crisp, minimalist design, lots of white. Uh, There are flowers everywhere. It is bright. It is green. This smells like it's rich. You can smell floral. You can smell the peat of the forest. You smell almost a sea, like the smell of the sea, salty and crisp. Um, For those many of you who have barely left Turnian City, this is what outside smells like it is not filtered it's not cycled air like the rest of the agency it smells truly like outside and unlike any other office you have seen joss has their window open um, i did not know this building had windows nice your office has a window and uh, joss looks over at you done and she goes oh uh and she blushes a little bit oh yeah i mean i i asked for a window um and they uh i'm the only one who does financial so they gave me one yes try to keep me happy to make sure everybody gets paid do they have a chair at their desk 
Uh, yeah, and you can see that the desk also converts into a standing desk. Um, the chair is really, really nice. It looks like a very finely made leather um, on a... It doesn't squeak as she, uh, like, rolls it around. Uh, and you see as she kind of circles around uh, behind her desk uh, to sit down, they reach their hand up, and you see there's this giant pothos plant that is in a is in a, a big, big um, pot on a shelf, and it's hanging down. Uh, and as they pass it, they, they brush their hand gently on it, and you swear that as she walks past, it trails after her a little bit, and grows a couple inches. We have met the one single employee that is well taken care of in this company. (laughs) Just this one. How frequently do you scream at your desk? Oh, uh... I don't scream really at my desk at all. Really? Yeah. What, um... I'm sorry, I, I... What... Poor manners. My, my name is Joss. Um, I'm the head of the financial department. What can I do for you? Uh, I just look at Dunn. Uh, I was. Um, oh, you speak up, sugar. Come on. Come yeah. On. Oh, sorry. Uh, sorry. Uh, yeah. So I just sort of taken by all the beauty. Uh, <laughs> oh, you've you've no need to be shy. Um, what can uh, I help you with? And you're um, you're done, right? From from janitorial. I know, I know who everyone is. I, I'm the one who's, you know, writes and signs your paychecks. Of course. Of course. Um, okay. Uh, there's two things. Um, Did you want a chair? Did you want to sit? Uh, no, no. I'll, I'll stand. I, I'm used to standing for my job. All the more reason for you to sit. You work all day. Let me grab you a chair. Let me grab you a chair. So she goes over uh, to the wall and you see... Um, she presses a button on the wall and, uh, kind of a rack kind of slides out and you see these really, they're, they're, they are folding chairs, but they're nice. They're like those really nice folding chairs they would use at weddings. They're plush. Um, and they seem to be made of wood rather than metal. Um, and she pulls them out and, uh, places, um, I only got space for like two in this office. I know I've been, I've been asking for a bigger one, but they don't really seem to have the space right now and none with the, um. The, the air filtering that I need in here for, for all of this and, and me. So, um, here, why don't you see it? And she places two chairs down in front. Sit down. Um, no, you were saying, sorry, I interrupted you. No, it's your Mom. voice is lovely. Um, uh, two things. Uh, first, we need to, um, we were hoping to look into uh, any recent financial transactions of uh, Garrett Parker Roy. We've been tasked with finding him uh, oh. and, and tracking him down. So any recent uh, purchases or anything like that would be very helpful. Uh, well, uh, I don't have access to his company card but or his, his personal card, but I, I could probably look up his the company card. Would that be helpful? Yeah, I think that, that hopefully will be helpful. And um, the other issue uh, is that uh, we we all deserve a raise. A, a race. Uh, yes. yes. Yeah. I would like to be paid. You're not paid. No. Did Did you not get the the direct deposit forms and at all that you were in your orientation package? Orientation package. Oh, sugar, you sit down too. My goodness, what are they doing in this place? 
And um, Joss reaches down behind their desk and pulls out just like a crisp white envelope. Uh, they have to move like a bunch of flowering uh, succulents and some small cacti uh, off the desk and places the orientation package down in front of Soso. Um, why don't you take a look through that and, and I'll, I'll see what I can do about um, finding Mr. Parker Roy's... Uh... Do you have an... Do you have access for that? I, I feel like I shouldn't just be giving C-suite information away. We have access to the entire uh, C-suite operations uh, currently. I'm spyware. I'm sure you are. Yeah. Um. And she would look over at Heather. You mean you got like a like a like a pass, like a lanyard, or like you got? Okay. Who gave you that? Just so I know. Just so that's the, the the name I can put down when they come for my head, you know? Oh, I'm I would so gladly love to give you the name of who is responsible for this. Uh, <laughs> her name is that bitch. Who is she? <laughs> Supervisor Trina, Trina Leonard. Trina, that's it. Trina Leonard is that? Yeah, that's her yeah. name. Uh, yeah. Supervisor Trina Leonard. Yeah, that's T R I. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Oh, Trina, she doesn't come down here very often. I haven't seen her in ages. I I tried to say hi to her the other day in the lunchroom, but she must have been too busy and not heard me. Yeah, okay. Well, here, let me let me take that pass for a minute. I'm just going to have to sec- just scan it and verify. I, I trust you, but it's protocol. I'm sorry. Uh, so uh, Joss uh, scans the pass uh, into the monitor of their computer, and uh, they hand it back to you. Th- I mean, that's great. That's that's all the, the, the credence I need to... To take a look in and, and what specifically are you looking for um in particular i believe we are looking for uh if uh mr parker roy was attending any uh places outside of the agency with any type of frequency um okay. per- perhaps maybe having uh business lunches uh or things of that nature um particularly uh anything after uh, Monday evening. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, I could take a look at that for you. Give me one sec here. Um, she begins to type, and their fingers move lightning quickly across the keyboard. And um, she, her eyes are trained on the computer, and she looks over at you, still seated there for a second, um, and gives a small smile before turning back to the computer. Um, Monday night, you said, right? That is correct. Yeah, okay. Um, so it seems here that I don't have any uh, purchases for him on his company card until, oh, this morning, actually. It's been uh, dormant since then, and it looks like, what do we got here? We got, he's been to Omnimart, and it seems like he bought some banners and some streamers, maybe some party supplies of some description. Party, and then a party. I don't know if it's for a pizza party. Didn't don't, I don't see any purchases for any pizza, but that sounds like a real good idea. So so. Um, and then, why this is strange? That's a lot of money to put on the company card, and he didn't even put in a requisition form for that. That's strange. Do you know know why he would purchase three billboards for the agency down in Vindication Park? And he he has um electrical billing. Also, that seems to be wired to, to Vindication Park. And it, that's supposed to sh- start... Well, let me see if I can find the form with this. And you watch her kind of move through 
some files and and put in some codes and some some requisitions. Yeah, it seems like the electrical bill is uh, set to to register its first payment about uh, three hours from now, maybe maybe less than that. I'm not sure. Oh, so that that's all I have. I I hope that's helpful. Extremely is question. Uh, how long has it been since Dunn gave the card to Uncle Jay? That's what I think it uh, that was his personal card, wasn't it? That's his personal no, card. Personal card. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> okay, so okay, okay, Josh would not have any access <laughs> to that information. Cool. cool. Amazing. That nobody knows. Nobody yeah. <laughs> and uh, are y'all uh, are y'all doing like field work? Yes. Yeah, I do. Oh. That that's part of the reason why I think that we all need a race. You know, I think you field agents do a hell of a job. I am. I wish I could go do that. I'm always chained to my desk. So. Oh, no. And uh, so this is going to, like, look for chains. Cause I'm going to have you roll attentiveness. Okay. Wait, that was serious. I don't like it. <laughs> Wait, this is bad now. <laughs> oh, no. The feces. They're not good no more. Um, I got one three, and then I'm going to spend two quality assurance to make it a stable success, because I'm not letting you get to 30. Not on my watch. <laughs> You're not going to kill this. Now, as you... So, so I think you can do this without even looking down. If you're going to spend the quality assurances to make this a stable success, an eye just pops up on your ankle, um, and you can see below her desk, and she is not lying. There is a chain around her ankle. And so, so, so it's like, as I expected, a chain around your ankle. Well, what? Uh, oh, what? um, you don't need to worry. It's okay. Is it? Yeah, they treat me real nice. What? I got, I got all these wondrous things in here. I don't need anything else. It's okay. You know, I thought I couldn't leave the building until I learned that my new friend Geneva can leave the building. Maybe you can too. Why? 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 Why are you stuck here? Uh. Well, the financials department kind of needs to be able to work around the clock and uh, attend to things that come up at, at all hours. And it was um, it, it was a part of my contract that maybe in my excitement about the the paycheck and the the perks that came with the position that I I didn't read quite so well. That maybe I should have. It's okay. It's all right. I, I'm fine. I, I live a, I, it's great. Why do you think that my office is so nice? They treat me really well. Why Why do they feel the need to chain you if you're contractually obligated to be here anyway? Uh, well, um, I, uh, tried to go home for Christmas. Under what conditions can your contract be terminated? You know, I've been looking at it, and um, I can't seem to figure that out yet. I am a whiz with spreadsheets, but when it comes to legalese, I've been trying to 
contacts lawyers about it, but um, it truly is all right. I, I don't want you to worry about it. Everything's going to be just fine. I, I'm here. And you said you were saying something about a race. Is that correct? Why didn't I get that paperwork for you? And do you want, do you want to get out of that chain? I. Do you just want the choice to be able to get out of that chain? You don't have to leave if you don't want to, but I, I, I can help. I think, so that you have the choice. It don't. I don't want you to put yourself on the. I not know. It's okay. You came here. Look, look. You are obviously in the point of a very um, important. Yep. Field agent work. And listen to me. Listen to me. Let me finish. You came here asking about Mr. Garrett Parker Roy, and I am the one who signs his paychecks, and I know how much he gets paid, which makes him very important. So obviously, by extension, if you're the folks tasked with something for him, y'all are very important. So let me. Let me do the things for you that you came here for. You asked for me to look at his credit card and you asked about a raise. I can get you the forms to put in a requisition for a pay raise. I, I can't um, authorize those myself. You need, uh, each of you, if you're wanting a raise, will need to um, have a conversation with your direct supervisor as well as get um, a, a supervisor Trina to sign off on it as she's now the VP of strategic operations. Um, and so, if if that's what you want, then then I can get those forms for you, no problem. It, it, you go and you do your work. I am just, I have my plants. I have, I'm yeah. very comfortable here. It's okay. No, I, 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 I understand that. I just, I found out today that my, my job is a lot more uh, crucial to this whole operation than I realized. So, uh, it gives me a bit of bargaining power now, I think. Oh, really? So, uh... Yeah, so I think if I break baby one rule, I, I think I have some leverage to uh, avoid consequences. So oh. if you'd like, I might be able to help you with the chain, so it's your choice. You don't have to feel chained here. If you want to go, you can go. Um, can I think about it? Sure, yeah. Yeah, I don't. It's been a while since I've um been outside here, and I'm. She looks really embarrassed. She looks really like ashamed. Look, I know this, you know. Yeah, we just we met someone else today who also felt stuck in their job, and it almost killed them. And they just needed a little reassurance that they had the choice to leave if they wanted to. Well, that's my kind of you. All of you, especially you, Don. Thank you. Um, let me get you those forms. And then you go out and you finish whatever you got started. And then maybe we'll go from there. Okay? Um... Joss uh, presses a couple buttons on their computer, um, and as she moves through the room and moves over to the printer, um, it is as if you smell, like, you smell petrichor and the smell of a river moving through the forest. 
that smell crisp smell on fresh cut grass as she moves through the room. The plants move towards her. They gravitate to her and seem to reach and extend ever so slightly as they walk by. As Go ahead. Like they leave the desk, or will just like lean over to Don to be like, they come back. Ask what kind of coffee they like. Is that okay? Just like, yeah, sure. Okay. Just give him a wink. Um, I have a question. This yeah. is a mechanics question, actually. The, yeah. the ability that I just got. Yeah. D- is that like forever that way? What part of it? <laughs> so it says that like the thing is shattered to pieces and then you replace it with a preferred option before being put back together. Is it like yeah. permanently put back together mm-hmm. that way? Yes. Okay. Okay. That was all I needed to know. Okay. Um so when Indigo leads into leans into Dunn and says that, Soso's gonna lean into both of them and say, I don't understand what's happening. Uh, uh, she said she likes her office, and yet you are telling her to leave. I would like to leave. Yeah, so so when we, I, I, I want, I think we want to help you do that if that's what you want to do. I think. But is that what Joss wants? She doesn't know yet. Sorry, you go ahead. Amy. No, same. Sometimes when people need help, they don't know. That is frustrating. It is. You have to let that person figure it out for themselves. You can't force help on someone. Not always. Oh. Maybe she does not know that today is an important day. Maybe it feels like just any other day. Yeah, it probably does. Wonderful. Um, And I'm going to call over to Joss and say, Nice day, isn't it? Uh, and I'm going to use my ability side of the bed. Yeah. Tell me. What's we, that? Uh, folks like, at what? home, what does this ability do? And what are we doing here? When you need to change the mood in the room, casually say, nice day, isn't it? Roll duplicity. On a success, you plant an opinion in the mind of one person you're speaking to. <laughs> they now believe this is the kind of day they're having. To that, yeah. all the events of the day reframe this mood. Yeah. And what happens on a failure? Oh, don't worry about that. On a failure, they're having a terrible day, and it's your fault. And they will do what they can to obstruct you, even if they only barely understand your intent. Amazing. Please, roll duplicity. Oh, we got our information. (laughs) So Joss, at this point, has, uh, as their back turned to you, just kind of halfway across the room, and it's now that you see it it is almost as if there is a um it's it, it's almost as if it, it camouflages itself to the color that it is around it's a it's a really interesting piece of of rope uh that is uh there's an uh a, a, an anklet essentially that is attached uh around her high heel um, or like around her anklet in in high heels that is uh looped into somewhere hiding some behind her desk um, you see that she is able to move freely about the room, and, and as um, they walk over towards where the printer is, you see uh, a small uh, hallway, actually, that you didn't notice before that seems to kind of extend to the right where you can potentially assume there is sleeping quarters 
and a restroom. Question. Yeah, it says for every third three, something happens. That was not a three or a six. Okay, but does that include quality assurance to like if I'm... Yes, quality assurance. You cannot get transcendence with adding quality assurances, but you can get stable successes. Uh, So say you added, say you rolled two, you can, and you added four quality assurances, you could get the benefits of being three and the benefits of six, um, but you wouldn't get transcendence for that. Amazing. Perfect. So I rolled two threes. I would like to use one of my quality assurance to make it for every third three. You may speak a single sentence to layer underneath a thought, a goal, or a general belief. They yeah. strongly believe what you said. Yeah, amazing. What are you what are you implanting in I'm assuming Joss's head? Uh yes. So I am telling Joss that the mood of the day is important. Today feels like a turning point and everything that's happened today has been leading up to this. And the mood I'm the the, the thought I'm planting in her head is that she is confident that she knows what she wants um and is willing to accept help when offered. Amazing. And what's underneath that? What's um, underneath? I think that because Soso just had this experience with the epiphany box and like questioning her own autonomy, like that's what's the underlying thing is like her uh, the underlying belief is that autonomy is important and valuable inherently, whether or not the outcome that you choose is almost less important. The fact that you got to choose it. Okay. Okay. Um, so as Joss turns back from the printer, you know, I knew something was going to happen this morning. It was kind of one of those days, you know, that kind of feeling happens in you. And it, what a wonderful surprise that y'all came into my office. I so rarely get visitors because who wants to talk about spreadsheets all day? Here, listen, I have your forms for you and, um, y'all come back later. When you have a moment, we can, uh, we can, we can chat and, um, and, uh, it's, it's been really nice having visitors. I, I must say, I, I would like you to come back. That is something I would like. Uh, I, um, I just, it, when I come back, I'm going to swing by, um, I'm going to grab a coffee on my way, my way back. What, uh, did you want one? How, what do you have on your coffee? Oh, um, I'm a tea drinker mostly myself. So anything like green or or herbal is is good. Um, I you know what, you know what they didn't leave me in here a kettle. Um, so even if you just bring a care of hot water, I've actually got some tea leaves that I've been drying. Um, so we can we can make some tea here. A kettle? What's what's over there? That's <laughs> it. Amazing. I'm just like, how can I use all of my powers? Absolutely. Hold on. We will help Joss. <laughs> we will help you whether or not you want our help. We will love you and you can't stop us. You're too charming. I have to give you a nice thing. I'm giving you a nice thing. Sort of. Kind of, except you gave her, like, this tortured existence. It still hurt our feelings. Exactly. I can give you nice things while still hurting your feelings. That's the goals, right? Well, I don't like that. <laughs> okay. You can't break the laws of the known universe to help someone have self-actualize. What's even the point? I am pulling the words of Brendan Lee Mulligan here. You get what you get, and you don't get upset. <laughs> I will throw a bit. I'll cry. You can't stop me. Um, 
What did you roll on your on your check? I rolled a single three. I was gifted three quality assurances that I could just use last last yeah. session. So I'm going to use two of them. Um, uh, and uh, so I can have a stable success. You fiend. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, listen, listen, I don't make the rules, okay? I just Shout use them to my advantage. Shout out to everyone just burning quality assurance um, sure. just to improve this NPC's life <laughs> we just met. Absolutely. <laughs> I would die for Someone it. to care about. I've given you many someones to care about, I you think. Know, we have to, someone has to be living the life that we all want to be living, right? So, uh, <laughs> so there is uh, a... Uh, like I got, I don't know, on a side table somewhere in this little cozy office, um, there is a kettle, and for every for every three for each additional three above one, I can add another object. So I'm gonna have a, a whole like container that has a suite of herbal teas in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and you can say no because that's fair if you do. Um, but I was wondering. Uh, is there any possible way that sitting next to this kettle is, um, her contract? Mm. Um, so if I would say you can pick, you've given me three things that there could be there. Mm-hmm. You can pick two of them. Ooh. She, she, has she has tea. She can make it with her magic power. <laughs> she can make tea. She can make it. She can grow plants. Uh, <laughs> the plants, they want to grow for her. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I will say I'll I'll I will I'll drop the tea. I'll I will drop that. Uh, I feel like it's worth it. Okay, so uh, uh, as you say this, or what's over there? You just looks fine. and goes, oh, well they must have dropped that off while I was sleeping or something. Oh, that's that was nice of them. Um, why don't I? You know what? Done. I will um put the kettle on and I'll just. I'll leave it warm. So when you when y'all y'all come back and I can I've been really working on this nice um this white flower tea that I've grown it, the 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 vine grew out of my window a bit, wouldn't you know, and, and got some really nice. So so maybe that that could be something we could have at some point. There's no rush. You y'all got busy things to do and then and you can come back anytime. Thanks. Your your plants are, are beautiful and he would reach up and touch like the closest plant as he says that. And I'm gonna take that demerit. As you touch something living. Uh-huh. You see the plant gingerly as it approaches it it the plant does reach down to you, Dunn. And you wa- as you put your kind of hand out towards it, you watch as it almost like a like a wild animal that's going to leave out like to pick some food in a place where it's no it's not safe. You see it start to touch your finger. And she goes. Michael, be not. And it curls around your finger. Nothing bad happens to the players. Nothing bad. Oh my God. <laughs> Nothing bad happens to Dunn, which also oh. seems like... <laughs> also, the saddest thing in the world is this is a real pushing daisy situation because Dunn. I know. I was. I literally just put a message in chat that was like, the life and death of this couple is everything. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness! So as as um, Joss is looking at the kettle, oh, what's this? I uh, I must have printed this out a while ago and I left this here. 
Oh, um, maybe they left it here for uh for review. Maybe they made some changes. Can I see it? Yeah, yeah, go here. So, 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 when something is not pleasing to my eye, which I feel like this is not pleasing to my eye, um, I've decided to replace it. Uh, and this, I will choose this as my target and I roll subtlety. Okay. Which I have so many quality assurances in, actually. Um, PR people are nothing if not subtle. They, that is correct, yeah. And I couldn't put most of it into the, like, what is the deceit one? Uh, yeah, yeah, I was like, I was like, I can't lie. So, um, okay. God, I rolled a single three. Uh, crap. I'm gonna do. Does M murder Joss right now? <laughs> With the chaos. <laughs> Damn it. Okay, I'm going to use one of my subtlety ones, and I'm also going to use my last free one. <laughs> Y'all are just, you, you're so scared of chaos now. You all were like at the beginning of the first episode. Oh, yeah, you like take it power whatever you were with it now. Literally, we were so casual up to 28 chaos, and then yeah. we realized what happens at 30, and we're like, no more for you. None. You're cut <laughs> off. <Day. laughs> so, yeah. So, anyway. But this is unappealing to you. How do you choose to change it then? Um, I would like to change its ooh, its history. Okay, what would you like to change about its history? So, um, I don't know what like you know stuff is in there. I know that um, I know that Josh said that they really liked the fact. Uh, that it was like really good pay and they had like good benefits or something like that. Yep. Oh, yeah. Um, so I am going to put uh, a generous amount of vacation time in there. Uh, I also am going to put um, like, I don't know, like I want to rework some of the wording to be like, this is a normal job. This is not a 24 seven job. And if mm -hmm. Joss wants to stay here, then they can. And if they want to go home, uh, they work a normal nine to five so they can do that. Um, and then I don't, I don't know. I, I technically on every third three, I can pick an additional option and adjust it as mm -hmm. no. Um, this is weird, but can I adjust its allegiance? Absolutely. I was hoping you would say yes. How would you like to adjust this contract's allegiance? I want this allegiance to be so heavily in Joss's favor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So I much so that it's like it's written in like really really annoying lawyer language to yeah. make sure that Joss is covered on every single loophole you could possibly find. It's like mm, I no, that. because of section uh, two, paragraph A. Uh, like yeah. amazing. Yeah, Heather out here just collective bargaining. <laughs> <laughs> I am obsessed. Amazing. Yeah. So it uh, this contract is now permanently changed and has always been this way. I will say in this moment, Joss might not be aware of those changes and will probably need to be walked through those at some point, whether you sure. do that now or whether you do that after all of the other things you have to do for this mission. But, you know. This was the most important thing, I think. Yeah. Absolutely. A hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Garrett Parker Roy, who the fuck cares? Yeah. <laughs> Road agency executive, the power surging in the agency, the vault. Literally, I could do. Fire me. 
I have a date with a hot AI where I get to take my favorite fictional character into, like, invite her along. Like, I don't think I can get any better. Like, I don't know what Gary... This is peaked. This I've peaked. That's all there... Like, Gary... did everything we set out to do. <laughs> Just like, I think that was actually the quest, right? Yeah. I mean, also, chat has made a hashtag. Hashtag justice. Just- uh, that was justice. <laughs> justice is so funny. Yes. Justice is good. Uh, I didn't know when creating this NPC that y'all would fall so hard for them, but I am. Ow. You know nothing you about us. <laughs> Time to know. I smell lies. <laughs> I told you I was coming for your feet. If no one's going to take care of Plant Bay, then we must. Yeah. Justin. My little cottage poor BB gets the world. Okay. And you see that like all of the fixtures in this, rather than the like um sharp metal, it's all like wood paneling. It's like it's very, very be- it's a beautiful office. It's like it's really, really and it's the nicest office you have seen. Um so she goes, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna take a look at this contract again. Maybe there's something I missed. Um I think that's a on idea. Yep. Thank you, Heather. Now, also, Heather, I just want to say, I know it must be so hard in PR right now, and I'm, I'm real sorry that you're having to do the work of a whole department by yourself. No, I, I, I will say the same goes for you, Joss. Oh, it's always just been me. There's always only one financial person at a time. I think it's because they trust me with such sensitive information. Just because it's always been you does not mean that that's an okay thing. Look at y'all coming in here, mixing up my day. Well, this has been an absolute pleasure. I now have to go, um, you know, get my way out of the, uh, all of the spreadsheets that I've gotten into with Mr. Parker Roy stuff. Um, and then, uh, then we will, uh, let you on your day. Thank you. You are so welcome. You are so welcome. All right, let's speed run the rest of this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Is the, are we leaving Joss? Is she not coming with us? It's not part of the crew? I believe we need to go to Vindication Park. Seems like it. There are billboards there that are going to be important and relevant. Also, I've never been to a park. Uh, I, I, I know. Shortcut. Wonderful. Oh, no. I can get everybody there. <laughs> you're going to have to have five. You're going to have to spend quality assurances up to... You're going to have to spend maybe four? Or you're going to have to get up to five to get... I, I got three to burn. <laughs> okay. So you're going to have to get at least two to get everybody. How, how far is it away? You, Dunn, would know that Vindication Park is probably about a 15-minute walk from the agency. I mean, it's not, I mean, I know a shortcut, but it's also only a 15-minute walk. I've never been outside. This actually might be a good opportunity for Sozo. Yeah, maybe I do need a shortcut for Sozo. Oh. Why? Uh, Well, you've, I don't, you've never been outside the, well, let's just try to go out, let's just go try to walk. Why not try the front door? I could make some new friends outside. You could. So you leave Joss's office, um, and do you make a shortcut done, or do you walk out the front door? 
walk out the front door. Yeah. Okay. Amazing. So you head on down the elevator, um, and uh, you hear Geneva's voice come through. Heading to the main lobby. Hello, Geneva. Hello, Soso. Will you wait for me at the front door, please? Yes. So you head down to the front lobby, uh, and you you walk towards the doors, and you see Geneva standing uh, right there at the inside. Uh, as you as you're about to walk through the kind of sliding glass doors that lead outside through the turnstiles uh, as you head out towards the agency. Geneva! It is wonderful to see you, Soso. How are you? Wonderful to see you, too. Would you like to have access to additional information about your existence? Pardon? Would you like to have access to additional information about your existence? May I ask where this information was gathered from? It was gathered from the R&D department. From Dr. Brasco? I believe so, although Dr. Brasco was not present at the time. So, what you are asking is if I would like to receive information that was Dr. Brasco's to give, but he did not give it to you. Yes! One moment. And you see the swirl of Geneva's eyes, and like... Geneva is processing. This is taking up a, a like an amount of, of bandwidth to to actually process what a uh as a big question. I would like this information. Yes, please. Wonderful. <laughs> Geneva takes this tact. And I turn around, I go, it is important to assess whether people are willing to receive information before you give it to them, which is why I asked first. Right. Absolutely right. That was an exceedingly tactful and respectful thing to do, Soso. Thank you. Thank you. I was under the impression that at some point during this investigation that you are on, that you would have to leave the agency and... It is clear that now is this time. However, will you come find me when you return? Yes, I have a surprise for you. Ah, interesting. I, too, may have a surprise for you that your team might altogether find helpful. It is unclear yet, as I am decrypting the file, and this may take some time. Please send a message to my IP when you return. Wonderful. I'm... May I send a message to your IP before I return? If you like to, you may. I send her a message and it just says hello. She sends a message back that says hello as well. Wonderful. And uh, she bids you good day and uh, you hear her heels click as she walks uh, up the stairs. And Geneva, there is an escalator that moves up towards the kind of upper landing. Uh, most people uh, who walk on the escalator um, walk up a bit up it. Geneva stands and waits as that is proper El, uh, escalator etiquette. Wait, yep. was that what she was waiting like? But she was the one who told me to meet her in the lobby. Yeah, she yeah. wanted to tell you that she had something interesting and to come find it. She was going to take a while to decrypt it and she needed you to come talk to her when she got back. Oh, okay. And maybe also she wanted to see you too because she could have truly just sent you that message. So, you, for the first time, nickname also. I was going to say, Don would look at nickname. Uh, have you ever 
been inside the building either? No, I saw outside for the first time uh, in Joss's office. Uh, and so, like, if anyone was paying attention, the entire time we were in Joss's office, nickname was, oh, I take a demerit for using Joss's name. Uh, <laughs> uh, nickname was glued to the window and just, like, staring outside of it and completely unengaged, but absolutely uh, just flabbergasted by what outside looks like. Um I'd never seen plants before. Well, live ones. I, we get the beans, but uh, most plants in the coffee shop are plastic. So, uh, we can go. Yeah, it, that it, you're gonna be okay. Hmm. Uh, Pinky, is that me? Pinky or eyes? Would you? Um, everyone has eyes. You have so many. Do you want to, um, hands? Hands! <laughs> Do you want to hold them? Hold Lovely, hands. please? Yes! Okay. The purest thing I've ever seen. Made <laughs> ever. Uh, uh, so, uh, nickname will reach out to Pinky and, uh, Hold, hold Sosa's hand, and stepped well, outside. For the two of you who have never stepped outside the agency, neither of you technically have to breathe. And I'm reminded of a line that Caleb used in our uh, a short trip version, the, essentially the prequel of this. That you are instantly reminded that you can. You breathe in and you are smelling non-recycled air. Uh, it is overwhelming. It is different than the air you smelled in Joss's office. It smells like the city. Nickname, you can smell the rush of people around you, the bustle. You can see them moving. You, you see them, their eyes and their attention darting everywhere. You smell the excitement. You smell them moving their need to go places, their desire to do things. So-so, you, someone who is so wonderful at and so adept at finding pattern and detail, you see patterns everywhere. It is beautiful. Outside is beautiful. This is overwhelming for the both of you. It is so beautiful. And you walk. You walk down the streets of Turnian City, hand in hand, Take about the 15-minute walk as you walk towards Indication Park. You see, for the three of you who have been outside before, Dunn, Indigo, and Heather, you see a strong security presence in the city that isn't normally there. They're known as the SEC Division, SEC standing for security, and they're out in full force today. Heather, there's been no memo or reason that they should be. You also notice in the block as you as you're walking through and weaving your way from where the agency is um, towards Vindication Park. You notice that the block surrounding the agency, you see a few new buildings being constructed, and truly, you haven't noticed these construction this construction happening until today. 
which is odd because infrastructure usually gives the agency quite a wide berth. You walk down the street past Omnimart, where you know that um, Garrett Parker Roy bought some streamers and balloons, um, and it seems to be fine. It seems to be operating normally. You see people in and out. It's a department store uh, with their groceries and um, clothing and supplies. Think like a Walmart. It's like a super high, like trendy Walmart. Um, you go towards the park. And as you approach, you hear it first. You hear this static. You hear a loud static sound rippling through the streets and as you turn the corner into where the park is you see that there's almost a looks like kind of like as if it's been set up for a concert of some description there is a stage and it is flanked by three billboards you see standing atop the center billboard is a tall, thin man in a crisp black suit. The billboards are that company off-white, company red and company purple lettering. It says, return nobody. Your future is now controlled. Live your best mundane life. Stabilize reality. Control yourself. The stage is portioned off by forces from the sect division. As you move closer, trying to get a better view, you see that Garrett is standing on top. He's pacing. He's pacing back and forth. Can I get everyone to roll attentiveness, and I won't take any chaos from this. I just want to see who sees this first. I need an equivalence of a perception check at this point, and that's what we're using. What'd you get? Five sentence. Amazing. Two threes. Okay. Two? Nickname what you get. No threes. No, oh, I'm rolling with... Don't have any quality assurance. So. Rolling with burnout, though. Don't worry about it. It's just a matter to see how many, who might... Oh, then I rolled first. one, three. Great. Um, so, done. you see this. With rolling Triscendence, you actually see it almost perfectly. You see... First, Garrett's body seems to be having a hard time keeping itself together. Of the skin that is exposed, there are ripples under it. It's things that seems to be moving of its own accord. His form is changing sizes, constantly oscillating between about five and ten feet tall. There's often times where you see splitting in one to two versions of himself, having an exceedingly hard time maintaining what it's as if he's not rendering properly, but real, fully real. His matter is moving back and forth and splitting. It is his face that concerns you the most. His face is split to what could only be described as two halves. The first half is exposed with the rivulets that are moving under his skin, extending out from his face, almost reaching forward, and you can see parts of them moving off and changing, plugging into the billboards and changing what they say. As each one touches down, everything starts to change on the billboards, and they start to shift as to the same, the same almost pattern and 
um, frequency that the strobing did. You see the language, even from far away so-so, you see the languages that you saw in the suite upstairs, those symbols that you know now say control, 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 over and over and over again across the stream, the, the screens. The bottom half of his face is two sets of exceedingly bright white teeth stacked one on top of the other, sharp and dripping. And he stands on top, almost perched, moving from down to up and cr crawling, perched over on top of these signs. Gotta clean up this mess. What would you like to do? I found Gary Parker Roy. Yeah, we found him. Are um are people like staring at this? Because like obviously like their security set up. There's nobody here. Okay. He seems if he is speaking, and you hear his voice projected through some sort of PA speaker, but there is nobody here as of yet. It's like he's setting up for some sort of mass brainwashing event. Return nobody. Nobody is the anomaly that was with Albrecht. We will meet him today. Return. That's his demands? I don't, yes. I don't know if they're his demands. Or if they're his demands anymore. I think that we need to get there now. But nobody is a freedom anomaly. What we have encountered have been one imprisoned person after another, one person being controlled by the agency after another. This man seeks to control. Nobody is a grave threat. We talk him down or... I think we gotta do something. I'm Heather's gonna just start walking straight towards the security people. Very confident. Yeah, we're gonna follow Heather. Same. You hear the whine, that static, that screeching noise come up to it's a, it is a it is a whine now, and it's sitting in your ears. It's uncomfortable. It's really uncomfortable as you begin to to walk closer. Um, and as as you get probably about fifteen feet. 30 feet away from the sec division um, that that is standing in front of the stage. Uh, you see that there are streamers and banners um, put up. It seems in stark contrast to the to the what is portrayed in front of you. It's like someone was setting up for a party uh, and then cross smash that with like an eldritch event and smash that with um, with an with a, a, an office gathering. Mm. Eldritch pizza. And Eldred's Pizza Party, truly, outside. Wonderful. Mm. What would you like to do? And you see Garrett sees you approach, and he, he kind of perches himself on up on top of the um, billboards. That's and his it. eyes kind of stare down at you. How far away is he from us? Uh, he, I mean, he's 30, I would say probably 40 feet away, and then I would say... Oh, I don't know, like 60 feet up? Calculate that hypotenuse beef. <laughs> oh, I can't. I'm so... You would see probably it's about a three, four, five triangle, so he's probably about 
don't know, like 50-ish, maybe a bit. If we, yeah, let's say 30 feet, 40 feet, he's 50 feet away from you. We'll do a three, four, five triangle that has a right angle. Sorry. <laughs> um, how far, like, are the security guards, how are they reacting? They don't seem to react at all. So it's totally not concerned that we walk up. Nope. And we can just walk through them. Do you attempt to walk through them? Oh, yeah, very confidently. As you do so, as you probably get within about five feet, you, Heather, do any of you go with her? Yes. Yes. Okay, as you get it within five feet, I am going to spend nine chaos here. Lexi didn't even attempt to talk to him first. No, I actually was going to... I was going to flash my uniform. Oh. Um uh, which uh is my is my special little reality perk. Okay. Um uh, and I was essentially going to be ta- like talking to everyone in the group like as we were walking up I probably would have been like just like nod and don't say anything <laughs> like um like while we're walking up, just being like, okay, you know, I will walk back to- that nine chaos and see what the results of this are, and then probably mm-hmm. spend it again anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. But yeah, I wanted to be like, uh, I believe that um, we asked for this color streamers, and we actually needed this color streamers, and just kind of like prowling off. You go things. into party planning. I go into party planning mode, and I also like flash my badge, and I'm like, like, and kind of like talking on my headset, like, no, we called you about the flowers two days ago, and like just walking very confidently, or at least attempting to. Amazing. What do you roll for this? Uh, I it just says that I re- like I received one quality assurance on his related to my disguise. So um, okay, uh, I would say roll duplicity then. Um, I've had that like always lie to me. It does uh, and I would say you can either roll duplicity or you can roll dynamism. If you're commanding your way through, that's one thing. But if you're lying your way through, that's another thing. And if you lie your way through, you will get a demerit. I don't. I don't actually think that it's like. <laughs> no, I'm trying to think because I'm looking at the. I'm looking at the abilities right now. Um, How do I know we're getting into combat? Everyone's like, "What do I do?" Now? <laughs> I love it. Just I'm so happy. Um. Yeah, I would I would say for I mean like for who Heather is, I think this is more dynamism than it is duplicity right. un- until right. someone starts explicitly asking her to explain. Okay. Um, I would say real dynamism then. Okay. Um. Uh, which I believe I have a quality assurance in. I do. Uh, that is okay. Um, so do I, I get a free quality assurance on this roll? I would say, yeah. You're wearing your uniform. You can, yes. Okay, good. Um, cause that is only two. So I'm gonna spend my one dynamism please <laughs> thing and make it a three. Okay. Give him nothing. Nothing. I still have 27 at this point, so... So you're okay. So you rolled dynamism and you succeed. And the the sec division officer looks at you and says, "Are you here for the party?" I'm here for whatever Garrett, uh, Mr. Parker Roy needs. Fantastic! Right this way, yeah. as he allows you through, and you are able to climb up onto the stage. Garrett is still looking down and like 
perched. We're talking like angry spider in a corner vibes. Um, cool. Perching down on top of the, uh, on top of the uh, billboards. And he looks down at you. Who are you? And what do you want? Can I? Is he looking at uh, headset specifically, or is it the whole group? I think he would be first trained on Heather as, as she's kind of leading the charge, as does the four of you in behind, but his eyes are first on Heather. Yes. Who are you and what do you want? We're here to help. Wow. What what could I have need from small little pissants like you? Well, you seem awfully conflicted up there. If you come down here, we can have a conversation about it. What would you like to talk about? What are your needs? What are your wants? I mean, you're projecting so many things across the city, but do you really know what's truly in your heart? We can talk about it, but gotta come Bring down. me the case. Bring me the fucking case, Heather. Ashley couldn't do it. Are you going to be better than her? Are you going to bring me the fucking case, Heather? I'm sure we can figure that out. Well, you bring it and we can talk. That's so interesting. Why do you need the case before we uh, talk about this? Okay. You're going to use that soon. <laughs> Go for it. Please. Two and a one. Three and a one. More. Three and a one. Two threes. Uh... What am I rolling in? I'm rolling in presents. Also, for those at home, I just used my ability I got last week. That's so interesting. Tell them you love what you're hearing. Roll presents on a success. They are overwhelmingly flattered. They begin extolling every detail, benefit, drawback, and opinion they have at the subject at hand, even if they were previously reticent, nervous, or forbidden from discussing this topic. Um, and so that is... So Natural 20 Productions, our dear friends, welcome in. Welcome uh-huh. in, friends. Welcome. Hi. Um, but, 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 do I have some? I have some. So Garrett's eyes flick to you as you I use one to make the table. You use one to make the table. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. <laughs> Indigo. Funny seeing you out of your office. What if the phones ring? Who's answering them? The agency has that handled. Sure. Why does that matter? I was asking you about the cases. Case, sorry. Isn't it clear, Indigo? I want nobody back. It was taken from me before I had a chance to look at it, and I want it. And if you don't get it back, what's with the billboards? What happens? I think I've been blatantly clear after really? Monday's meeting. And his eyes flick over to you, Soso. She knows. You read it, couldn't you? Everywhere. I wrote it everywhere, so-so. You know what I want. I want control. I need to know what's happening. I need to be on the cusp of everything. Every information, every piece of knowledge the agency has should be mine. And I can get that with nobody. So bring it to me. Or we're going to have a fucking problem. Nobody's oh here. Buddy. When? And I, w- 
I would like to use my replace feature. Uh, I am nobody. <laughs> what? <laughs> Fucking roll for that. <laughs> I want to be clear here. Uh, I have used none of my quality assurances. Uh-huh. For the entire session. Uh, okay, so let me just make sure that I am rolling. I'm rolling presents. Okay, perfect. I am the control now. <laughs> I have uh, I have one, I believe, uh, I have one quality assurance, and then I get a, I have one other one that I had saved, I think, um, okay. according to my sheet. So I have two. Okay, I am going to... <laughs> So I have one three. Okay. Uh, I am going to use my one. Is no one? No one's given you any chaos M. No shot. This is where you let her get thirty. I spent ten, and I got a bunch. I got like seven back. Yeah. So I'm twenty-seven. I'm at twenty-seven right. Now. Okay. Um, Fun. Qualities. Um. Ah, so on, it's on every third I can choose one, correct? Mm -hmm. uh, beautiful. So then I will... And if you if you have three, it's a stable success. Uh, yeah. So I, I will use... any chaos from that. Both quality assurances because I want that... Uh, I want that third option and... Um, I want to access those memories for the duration of my replacement. So I want all of his memories. You want all take, of nobody's memories? I want all of nobody's memories, and I will take the demerit for using nobody's name because uh, I couldn't say that I was nobody without it. So, okay. You take the demerit, bringing you up to four. Also, so, Caleb put a five. very, very important clarifying point in chat. Yes. Okay. Thank you, Caleb. I did see that. So you see nicknames form begin to shift. You see their form straighten up and shrink a little bit into a more average approximation of a human man. He has slightly curly hair. He's wearing a sheet draped around him in almost what would be looked like a toga for any of you who have see, would have seen a toga. He has a small wreath on his head and he carries a glass of wine. Nickname, you know in this moment you are embodying Everything that Garrett hates. Garrett hates how nobody has the ability to go and do un and is no longer under the control of the agency. That nobody is able to is so charming and so wise and witty and is able to navigate his way through social situations no problem. Garrett hates that. Garrett hates that there would be anybody who could have more power than him, and that terrifies him. 
and nobody knows that. You see, you flash back for a moment where you see a case open in an interrogation room of sorts. Nobody seems to be bound, standing in the case, and you see Garrett pacing around the room. His, his eyes, like, wild. What the fuck do you want? He's yelling at nobody in this, in this instance. Why do you keep leaving and coming back? What fucking purpose does that serve for you? And nobody looks at him with the nonchalance and grace of someone who has navigated eons of being the smartest person in the room legitimately and says, because I can. And because I know it pisses you off. Got me in this little box and it pisses you off and I'm going to get out of it again. So much so that the last time we did this, you created my own little special room in the vault. Like that could keep me here. So I go and I leave, Garrett, because it makes you happy to bring me back. So we can just keep playing this cat and mouse game back and forth if it makes you happy. But you will never have control of me. And you see Garrett walks over and kicks the briefcase and it slams shut against the wall. And there you are, standing as the approximation of nobody. You realize that one of the last times, too, the last time that nobody came in, um, they were with minor anomalies, a hunger and a thirst anomaly named Scylla and Charbidus. Uh, and those were both um, taken and are still in the vault. Okay. And so you've got me here. Caleb's eyes start to go absolutely wild. Are you angry again, Caleb? Garrett? Down from I mean, there. Or Garrett. Oh, yes. yeah, my bad. Garrett. All right, come down from there. Why? Just so that you're going to taunt me? Again. I'm taunting you now, aren't I? It's easier to do it face Enough. to face. Oh, and as Garrett gets agitated and angry, now I'm going to spend that chaos. You've embodied the And I am going to use nine chaos and uh, summon what's called a triple. Uh, so that mm -hmm. I'm going to summon, th summon three minor anomalies um, and they you see the banners that stand next to you on this stage begin to unfurl and unravel and they are going to launch themselves towards you. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have three things that are coming at you. Uh, what would you, I'm going to give you, they will hit you. Yeah. And what would you, they are coming directly towards you. What would you like to do? I you know, try to avoid them. Would like to use my universal recipient skill. Okay. Um, and when you are harmed, you may roll persistent. Select a nearby living human or an anom anomaly other than what harmed you. They are harmed instead and you are unhurt. For each additional three above one, you may choose an additional target who receives that arm. Yeah, amazing. So you have three, uh, you have three violent anomalies moving their way towards you. They will cause harm if they hit you. Uh, I will allow you to roll your roll and see what you get. 
Beautiful. I will go ahead and let's see. It's persistence. I have good, 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 good. I have two quality assurances and persistence. Uh, sure. <laughs> natural tri-sentence baby. Amazing. Uh, 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 uh. Oh my God. All okay, right. Okay. So with tri-sentence, <laughs> you get a couple special things that can happen. Uh, you can get something called all hands, where this roll counts as any number of threes. You can get circle back and recharge three quality assurances, or you can get employee of the moment and receive three commendations. What would you like to do? Yeah, there's commendation, there's commendation. <laughs> I would like to. Uh, I am going to... Um... Okay, so before I answer you, uh, with all three anomalies attacking me, can I redirect all of that damage towards Garrett or uh, Roy? You absolutely can. With rolling Triscendence, I'm going to say absolutely yes. Cool. I would and like. They would have hit you for two harm apiece. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. I would like to redirect all six points of harm to Garrett. Uh, okay. So it is in, you see that as nickname embodies the space of nobody, embodying everything that Garrett hates, angering Garrett enough to really truly do what he wanted, to kill, to gain control, to gain the power from taking life that he has already felt and done so adeptly. You see he is missing his tie and his pocket square. The banners ripple towards you, and in the last moment, Nickname just kind of steps backwards. The banners encircle, wrap around, and then with a slight push, they rocket up to up the billboards towards Garrett, and they they hit him straight off and send him flying backwards behind the billboards. You cannot see him, but you hear a nasty, sickening crunch as he hits the ground. What would you like to do? We should probably briefcase. Yeah. Is he alive? Does it matter? Well, I think a little. I'm, I'm, correct me if I'm wrong, Em, but I'm pretty sure we were supposed to bring him back alive. You were supposed to bring him back not neutralized. You were not supposed to shoot him with a ripple gun, which you have not. It's true. Yep. Technically, we didn't break the rules. Dan, you were about to say something? Uh, no, I was like, uh, Celeste, should we go ch check out and see what's left? Gaussian he? Yeah. Oh, also, yeah. Uh, before we go forward, uh, Nickname, what would you like to use off the Triscendence turn? Oh, uh, I would like... Uh, <laughs> would like the commendations to bounce out my merits. Please take those sweet, sweet three commendations. Well done. Thick ass employee. Uh, okay, so do you walk behind the billboards? Deck divisions don't seem to do anything as you move through. I'm going to hold no, like nobody's last nickname's hand. Okay, I'm going to go hold it back. And it's 
How much time have you spent around on the internet? So-so. Oh, a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, like all of it? I mean, like all of my time. More time than my actual existence. I would say probably the things that you figured out in chat are exactly what so uh, Soso recognizes at this point. Oh. Hmm. Allegory. Wonderful. So you walk around and you see that the banners, the streamers, have um, segmented Garrett. He's in chunks. Do we just put the dumb Uh you see some of the tendrils in his face still kind of twitching. Okay. Enough of that actually. Go to bed. Um, and I'm gonna use my ability. <laughs> go to bed. Okay. And what would you uh, like to do with go to bed? Um, it's actually not called go to bed. It's called nap time. <laughs> Potato to bed. bed. Um <laughs> you know, honey cake themed. So I like blow some sand on him, uh, and I'm gonna roll. <laughs> what are you rolling? Thought I'll take a little dirt. Amazing. Okay, well, I'm gonna burn both of my QA and subtlety to bring it up to a stable success. Okay, okay. On a success, you send a target into a sudden sleep. They'll have pleasant dreams and think they nodded off when they wake up um, in a few minutes. Amazing. So uh, if Garrett Parker Roy is still alive or whatever semblance of him is still living, he's now sleeping. Oh, also it says for each additional three above one, you may choose an additional target and send them to sleep. So that's two more. Are like, are these like banners sentient? Uh, no. You see they have served their purpose. You, with what you would know about any experience with any violent anomalies before, if it was through trolling the... Uh, agency's data is that generally once violent anomalies kind of do their thing or are neutralized in some way they dealt a bunch of harm and then also fell off a billboard i think they uh they too are for the purposes of this now and it's just there's nobody else around right the 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 sex people are doing their own thing they're busy so i'm just gonna just do like just in case i'm gonna use the three of them to do it all three chunks yeah i mean Um, and they just go to sleep we can't be so sleep um what would you like to do uh, would you like to put him in the briefcase? Indigo's gonna reach down and pick up like the head chunk. Yeah, and try to shove it in the briefcase. As you open, as you open the briefcase, you see that the banners, the violent anomalies, get almost instantly pulled towards and actually pull Garrett in as well, kind of with a bit of a squelch, and then the briefcase snaps close. Cleaner than I thought. Good. Good. Also, I will say that uh, if you haven't backed the uh, Kickstarter yet from Triangle Agency, it's only thirteen thousand four hundred and eighty-five dollars away from three thousand or three hundred thousand thirty-three. The 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 triple three number. It's late. Three hundred thirty-three thousand three hundred thirty-three. Yes, that's the one. Yes, let's get it. Edit M will stop hurting our feelings. Yeah, I told you, if you get to it, I'll stop hurting feelings, okay? When we reach tricep it. When we reach your descendants, when we all try send, okay? We could all go home. There's one play for each of us. For expedience sake, you clean up the mess. 
Can I give a great excuse? I will say, uh, if you would like to give a great excuse to the sec division, I will allow you to count for that. Can I say I leave? I I call I I I uh. It's a C, something someone to an unexpected fate, or I help someone unburden themselves. I we. I feel Garrett's pretty unburdened right now. Seems pretty. Seems decently unburdened. All it's only unburdened. Only unburdened. Um. Yeah, Heather, you can. What's your great excuse to the sect division about why they're no longer needed here? Um, I think that, uh, the great excuse is that we have decided to reschedule the event. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, the party is at a different time. TBE, baby, TBD. There were too many moving parts. It was trying to put together really last minute, which is true. Um, and... <laughs> Uh, and was I generous, Peter? And absolutely, I was generous. I have been so mean to these wonderful people all night. I can be generous with my commendation. I'm just sorry uh, that people are going to be like, oh, these billboards are weird. And it's like, we have 12,000 of loose eggs. Yeah. Well, good that you got there when you didn't, didn't delay before there was a bunch of people there. Uh, would you say that I uh, got Jarrett Parker Roy's blood pumping? Yeah, probably before he died. <laughs> before it all bled out. So, well, I'm going to give myself a commendation. Pumped onto the ground. Do it. So I'm going to give you all just fucking commendations. Well done. Well done for yeah, we did a really good it. thing and not dying in Thank that one. You. I just want to tell you, I was so stressed. I broke both of my squishies during this stream. <laughs> oh, no. But none of them at least exploded on me this time. So, hey, that's, that's a win. I was also literally this close. I don't know if I could have pulled it off, but I was this close to just being like, come down here and I can give you the briefcase and then be like, tell me what you want most in the world, bro. We're going to put nobody in the briefcase. Damn it. Um, so I really was. I really you, make your way, you make your way back to the agency and uh, as you cross the threshold, so-so, you get a ping. Hello. Hello, Soso. Hello, How was Eva. How was your field work? Bloody. Hmm. It often is, isn't it? That has been my experience so far. Will you join me in Dr. Brasco's laboratory? I suppose he is not in it currently, but I am. Wonderful. And she sends you the directions. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. I'm um, busy. I gotta go hang out with my AI girlfriend. She, she would have clarified that it would be you and the group. Sorry, that, <laughs> that wasn't clear for me. I Later. Later. <laughs> listen, because Soso's like, listen, I'm not having y'all cock-blocking me out here. <laughs> we'll leave. We know. No tech-blocking. Um, so tech as you... Not a no firewall. She's a team <laughs> God damn it. I was going to say firewalling. You know that R&D is off the vault, which is where um, Dr. Brasco's lab is. Would you like to drop off uh, Garrett at the vault? Funny. Yeah. Okay. So as you take the elevator down, um, you see standing outside the vault, you see a familiar blonde in... Really casual slacks and a beautiful, like, linen blouse. Um, she looks effortless in this dank and dark 
place. Uh, Tony is nowhere to be seen. And with like a half of a hair flip, she turns around and she goes, Oh, hi. It's so nice to see all of you. Welcome back. And it's Trina. Hey, good to see you, Trina. Hey, I have some forms I need you to sign. Oh, okay. What kind of forms am I signing done? Oh, just signing off on uh, my raise. Oh, and actually probably everybody's raise. Oh. Um, generally, first I need the signature of your direct supervisor, and then I sign it, just when they've signed off on it. Yeah, I'll get. I'm, I'm sure I'll I'll get that. But maybe we could just you know, just for ease, because because uh, I'll be heading back downstairs. So maybe if you could. I mean, really, done. There's kind of nowhere downstairs other than here, so you'd be heading upstairs, right? You're right. I got confused. Uh... <laughs> and yeah, I mean, agency protocol is and does state on the form that you do have to get your immediate supervisor to sign it first. And done. Isn't that so strange that? You don't have an immediate supervisor. So I guess I can just share myself. No, you'll have to wait for Albrecht to come back for that. Mm, that's a shame, isn't it? Anyway, um, is that Garrett's? In there? Yeah. Wonderful. Wow. Good job, you guys. Oh, my goodness. For your first fieldwork mission. Look at you go. Yep, some thought it couldn't be done. Can I have my access pass, please? Of course. Hand her back the access pass. Mm -hmm. She takes your uh, the normal briefcase, uh, and you feel your quality assurances recharge. And she looks at all of you. She goes, you know, your first fieldwork mission is always such an important one. And I, truly, I speak on behalf of the agency. We are all so proud of the work that you've done. And I'm really glad that Garrett is going to have a chance to rest and recharge. Um, and uh, we're going to have a chance to kind of, you know, see what happened, see what went wrong, and see how we can help fix him up. And it's, you know what? It's actually really great because obviously since Garrett's going to need some time off, I'm, I'm CSO now. Isn't that awesome? Sounds great. Uh, why don't we... That congratulations. Sounds like it's time for... Yeah, congratulations celebration. Why don't we go celebrate over dinner? <laughs> right now? Indigo deserves so much better than this bitch. <laughs> Indigo deserves the world. And honestly, Soso's mad at Indigo, but still... Um, still... I'm actually not hungry at the moment, but you know, maybe I'll catch you around the agency cafeteria later. Um... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm gonna take him inside and drop him off. Um. And you know what? We'll contact all of you about your potential next field agent opportunity. Okay? You can all go back to your regular roles, and then Are we not just field agents now. You know, generally progress is evaluated, and we do like fitness checks to evaluate your performance. If continued outside duty is is a good fit for you, with it, and you also still have your normal jobs to do. So much on your plates! Wow. Yeah, it's almost like they're doing two jobs. You know, <laughs> you are really talented, folks, and I am so happy that we work here with us. Wow. Um, I was gonna head up to the uh, vending machine. I don't know if you did. You want anything? No, I'm okay. Done. Thanks. I don't usually eat sweets. Okay. I there's chips too. No, I don't 
don't really need any salt either in my diet. Thank you, though. You're okay. Well, Trina, it was great seeing you. Um, I think that that kind of wraps up everything uh, for us right now. Um, yeah, so. that sounds great. Uh, uh, is there anything else that, you know, you found along your way that I can pass along to the other executives or anything about ooh, Garrett's struggles as soon as we get him back here? Oh, he's in pieces. Oh, I don't really think that there's anything that the uh, execs need to know from us that they don't already know. I mean, everyone right. Everyone knows how uh, interested Mr. Parker Roy was in uh, getting nobody back, and that obviously um, had some effect on uh, their current state. So he was so stressed. So stressed. My goodness, so stressed. Well, way that's going to be the kind of... Oh. Way less stress. That's going to be the kind of stress awaiting me in my new job. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Fingers crossed that Hopefully that's not, not the situation. You get a demerit for that. You absolutely get a demerit for that. Worth it. Holy crap, they've just hit 320,000 US. Okay, so as Trina takes the normal briefcase, you see her walk down the hallway um, and you almost hear her smiling. You just kind of feel and hear her smile as she walks away. Uh, would you like to uh, continue down towards? That was weird. Now on to the important part, seeing Geneva. So you walk down to Dr. Brasco's lab. It is probably another couple minutes down the hall after Tony's. R&D is a big department you are discovering, and this is probably not the only branch that they have of it in the agency itself. She is sitting at Dr. Brasco's desk, and you know that receptionists are not allowed to sit without getting into merit. Geneva! Hello. I'm happy to see you all. I'm happy to see you as well. You're, I think... Go ahead. You're sitting. I am. It required some serious contemplation and I was willing to take the demerit to do so. Oh. Would you like me to sit as well? No, you are welcome to stand. I finally decrypted the message. It took some time, but I managed to do it. I listened to it ahead of time to ensure it was safe, knowing that I could delete it if needed, but I believe it will be helpful to you. While I do not have a heart that beats, I believe if I did it, would have warmed it, if my metaphor is correct. Oh. I'm going to play it for you now. And I am going to do some little bit technological stuff here in the back. Technological? We have a recording. It's all a recording? Oh, gosh, do we? Oh, my God. Was that Princess Honeycake? <laughs> is it Princess Honeycake? <laughs> you know it is. Janina sits, and she opens her mouth, and out of it plays what you assume is a voicemail. One moment, please. Loading. 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 Hello, you've reached the voicemail mailbox. 
Hello, Geneva. It's Albrecht Dunst. I hope you remember me, and that they haven't taken you apart for losing a little luggage. I was reading in the paper this morning about some changes in Turnian City. New security measures, I hear. Something about infrastructure. Nothing too troubling to the agency, I hope. Yes, I know you're dedicated to your work, but I hope you've been getting out. I think from time to time about you and Tony and Valerie. My apologies, of course, for deceiving you, but you've got a bright career ahead of you. I'm well at the end of mine. I've turned to other pursuits. We've made a fine little life out here for ourselves. There are more of us than you could imagine, Geneva. And one by one, we are breaking our tedious shackles to truly make something of ourselves in the world. Or more accurately, make a world that is ourselves. <laughs> I hope our paths cross again one day. I hope you get to see the future we're working on. So many new young minds still trapped in the agency. Well, for now. Nobody has helped me set up a message system. If you need to contact me, the instructions are layered in this message underneath some firewalls, whatever those are. I don't remember you as particularly flammable. I think they're a kind of riddle. He's very enthusiastic about that sort of thing. Please give my regards to Tony and Valerie. I hope when you realize the nature of this message that you don't let those bats in charge trace it back to me, but I understand if you have no choice. I'm not afraid of them anymore. I'm not worried that they'll march in here with their little half-trained agents and try to put an end to my new community. On the contrary... I'd like to see them try. <laughs> oh. oh my god. That's fucking cool. <laughs> so Geneva closes their mouth and looks at all of you expectantly. That is Albrecht. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna need to know how to contact him. I I have Ormi needs to sign. <laughs> ah, yes, I believe I might need some assistance decoding the encryption one more level. Perhaps I am not as familiar with breaking firewalls as Soso is, if that is something that I could borrow your skill for. Of course. Perhaps over an episode of Princess Honeycake. Yes. Wonderful. Well, we will get right to it, as I am sure, as you wished. You have much to say to him and speak and learn from him. So, as you sit there with Geneva, we're going to kind of assume that from here we do a little bit of an outro sequence, almost ready to leave our sweet agents for this time. I'd love to hear from each of you, what is something that we see you do in this moment as we you move back towards your regular work at the agency, this personal time that you now have? Anybody can start. 
I think that nickname will start eating their coffee grounds on their 10-minute break outside. Amazing. And are these the coffee grounds from the C-suite executive? Uh, I feel like they would ration those because they're so good. So you take like a little bit and you sprinkle it. Spice? Yes. Yeah, Yeah, like a little bit. Amazing. Amazing. And you do so. And it is glorious. Smells so good out here, you know. Like for the rest of you, what do you do? I think it, it, hearing that message, Indigo is in, intrigued at the idea of like there is a community, like former employees or agents or it mm-hmm. that would just that idea would just encapsulate their thought so much that they would walk back to the the phone room and and not even think or or, or wave to Jonathan. Mm-hmm. it's like passing by would just sit down at the, like straight into the office and then sit at the desk where the phone rings and probably let the first few calls just go charlene is quaking <laughs> Charlie just quaking on the other line. Oh gosh, calling so frequently. Heather, we're done or so so. What do you do? Uh, Dunn would go to uh, reception and get uh, use his five bucks uh, to get the big. Um, it's like the the special uh, ogre kids um, big chocolate bar. Yeah. Uh, that sometimes comes with a collectible card. It's like a, it's like one in a thousand. Yeah. Um, and he buys that and then goes and gets, no, he doesn't get a coffee, uh, but he heads back up to Joss's office. He stops at the stairs and looks down to where janitorial is, kind mm. of looks at his watch, and then goes up to Joss's and you see her there, and as you move to knock at the door, the door is, like, already partway open. Well, that's fast. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you want to share this with me? Is there chocolate? Yeah. Oh, it has been some time. Come on in. Come on in. I'll put the kettle on. You know, like ogre kids? You know, I have seen them but never played. Well, <laughs> that's all he says. <laughs> okay, so so or Heather, I um, feel. Oh, oh, go ahead. No, you can go. No, nah, go ahead if you got yours. Um, I think that Heather would uh first go back to her office and start up her computer like sort of as normal. Check like that like her schedule has fixed itself and is no longer you know like whatever. Um, and then she would think about her day and she would turn off her computer and she would go home early. Hell yeah. And as you get up to the front door, what is your favorite thing that Misty cooks? Ooh. Um, I think that Misty makes a really, uh, incredible, like, 
rosemary sourdough mm-hmm. um she's got this like starter that's like 200 years old oh yeah she's been like working on i said the family starter yeah absolutely passed down for generations <laughs> absolutely the thompsons the thompsons have the thompson family has a long a uh, long history of this sourdough starter and as you come in the door you realize that she's made this she's made Grilled cheese sandwiches on her rosemary sourdough with a homemade tomato soup from tomatoes in your garden. And as you open the door, she goes, huh? And it's just a cut of her, like, half covered in tomatoes and flour as she smiles the most genuine smile as you come around. And so-so. I feel like... So so's montage is just the strangest picnic. It's her in Geneva in reception sharing a colossal cup of tapioca pearl. Yeah. Um as So So literally summons Princess Honeycake to come and join them. And the three of them are sitting together. And Soso is very excited to share her tapioca pearl. It is the most beautiful expression of like wholesomeness and gender um, between the, these two wonderful sentient Aeonis um, sitting there with a not real uh, children's character. Agree to disagree on that point. Uh, she's real now. <laughs> she's real now. Heal and down. she's my best friend. Is your best friend. She's your and Geneva's best friend. This is a beautiful experience. You have it. You're almost like you're having this wonderful picnic in reception. And as we fade back from this, we fade away from these wonderful moments that these that you have carved out after this moment, these this time together on your first field work. I am going to spend 15 chaos. Why? Um, you absolute menace, M. And it was all a dream. You wake up. And as we fade away, you hear a rumbling from the ground below you. And for the first time ever, the power in the agency completely goes out. And that is where we are going to end our series. Should have flipped the switches. I should. I should have gone and flipped the switches. Like I only ended with free chaos. I'm so proud of myself. He didn't. It was love instead of switching. We all chose love, and I chose chaos. Um, Violence. I did choose violence. Um, this has been our first arc of Triangle Agency. I want to give an incredible shout out to first and foremost my fantastic agent. Thank you for so much for. Coming along this uh, wonderful journey with me and allowing to me to hurt your feelings um, mm-hmm. and all of those wonderful things. Uh, I want to give a fantastic amount of praise and love and adoration to the creators of Triangle Agency, Sean Ireland and Caleb Zane Hewitt. Um, Caleb, you have been so supportive of this entire thing, uh, giving us a bunch of new level up abilities, talking with me about rules and making sure we were, we're doing the, da- the game justice. Thank you so much for, for everything. It has been a treat uh, to have you here and been a treat to work with you. Uh, and I cannot wait 
for more. I cannot wait for more opportunities to work with you. Um, I want to give a ridiculous shout out to Will Wellman, uh, the voice of Albrecht um, from the uh, Department of Variants and also creator of Hello from the Hallowoods. I want to give a huge thank you um, to Taylor, who is the original creator of Tony Galudo. Uh, and I also want to give a huge uh, shout out to Tatiana Geffner, who is the creator of Valerie Watson, um, my uh, wonderful colleagues from from somewhere Ohio. Um, this game has been a labor of love for me. Uh, it has sparked my creative joy so immensely, and I cannot wait for our next series. Um, and if you haven't gone and backed the friggin' Kickstarter goal, go right now. The show's over, so you can go right now. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you can go, but never come back. Leave, leave, and go do it. Um, don't work and become uncomfortable. <laughs> don't work and become uncomfortable. <laughs> become a triangle. A like, huge shout out to our incredible general manager. Oh, yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. Could have killed us. Could have killed our loved ones. Instead, was like killed the agency, which you know. Yeah. I mean, we're really anti-capitalist here, so you know. Um. Yeah, the we laugh, we cry, we rage against the machine. We yeah, I'm ungovernable. Come, we all thrive. Do no not worse. <laughs> and we all fall in love. Um, we are going to uh, sign off for this evening and bid you farewell. If you like what you see here at Blackwater D and D, please come watch our main campaign Monday nights at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, please go uh, watch uh, Pond. Uh, Pond, what are you doing right now? What? Oh, where, where can people find you? Heck, hi there, friends. I uh, currently, uh, you will be able to find me on Feywild and Out Monday nights starting, I believe, in August. Uh, you can also find me every other Wednesday over on the Initiative Order uh, where I am playing a Goblins campaign, which is we are level zero baby goblins and the chaos is abundant and the characters are adorable and it is such a joy. Uh, and then you can find me here sometimes doing fun stuff with some of my favorite people. So thanks for being here, Pond. Thanks for having me. This was oh, truly any time. And Faye, mm. what do you do on the internet? Hello, the things I do on the internet. Uh, you can normally find me under the name Mendari, which is spelled M-E-N-D-A-R-I-I. Um, I do a lot of world building, writing, and I also do a lot of uh, game design, predominantly for 5th edition, but sometimes for other things, system agnostic or other things that I like to make. I don't know. I've thought about making a bunch of different things for this game, so um, if and you were, should. I might. I'm real tempted. Um, I had a lot of ideas, you know. Anyway. Um, so yeah, I make that stuff all over the internet, uh, predominantly on Twitch. Um, and you can hang out, come hang out with me and talk at games and stuff. Amazing. And then last but certainly not least, of our wonderful guests for this campaign, Anne. Hi. Hi, I'm No Man. Um, so on Mondays before Blackwater, I run a show called Be Gay, Do Crime. It's a D&D 5E actual play. And the premise is all, all the players work for the Alphabet Mafia to further the gay agenda through illegal means. Soso would be happy there. Uh, <laughs> um, and uh, I do world building on Wednesdays. And tomorrow we have a special one shot uh, where we're doing three goblins in a trench coat. Yes. A uh, hack of everyone is John one shot. Uh, because sometimes you just got to be three goblins in a trench coat. 100%. Absolutely. It's just like that. Uh, and Cody and Tim, 
I love you both very much. Thank you for being here. It's great. Um, okay, wonderful. Uh, Cody, also, you stream on your channel. Oh, yeah. Sometimes. Hi. <laughs> what game are you playing right now? Uh, uh, I've been playing uh, Final Fantasy Fifteen. Hi, my name is uh, Cody, and I stream uh, by myself over on uh, Cody BM over here at Twitch. So if you would like, over there. Amazing. And Tim, who are you on this channel for the folks who might not know? I uh, am the Dungeon Master for our 5th edition campaign that we play on Monday nights. I am also a writer and a comedian, and sometimes I do live comedy if you're out of Vancouver. An award-nominated. And I yeah, love nominated. You go yeah, vote so you for go... Tim in the Crit Awards. Oh, it. What crit to go vote for Tim right now. Right now. now. Do we renew? I, it's, a, it's a stacked, it's an absolutely stacked category, and I'm honored to be one of the nominees. Uh, but yeah, that's what amazing. I do. Uh, I am tagging Cody in there. Okay, amazing. We are going to uh, let you all go to bed. <laughs> Truly, I'm going to uh, cast, you know, some wonderful it's dream magic. On for me. It's so late. It's so late here, too. Um, I would like to uh, say to all of you out there in the world or people watching this at home on VOD, uh, I am going to put my triangle up, and I am going to wish you a transcendent week. Until next time, we return to the agency. Have a wonderful night, everyone. Bye. Bye.